Hello, I am Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. This is fucking talking shit with Eagle. This is episode number 16. I will be joined soon by my guest, Lost Leaf. You all know him from around the community for uh, his LED tech and his uh, recreational 500 He's been uh, spreading his knowledge around the community now for a long time, and uh, looking forward to chatting with him. I hope everybody is ready to go ahead and burn one with me, just as the tune says. I'm rolling up just a kind of a cocktail mix myself. Boom! What's up, brother? Thank you and welcome. Hi, Terry Wilson. Thank you for joining. Aldridge. Nice to see you. Nutrient shootouts. What's up? How you guys doing tonight? Just checking out my guest there real quick. Make sure. The urge. How you doing tonight? Nice to see you. Just rolling up a little bit of insane and. Uh, Little uh, pine valleys. I'm gonna throw in a little bit of hash on this. Hello, Jennifer Steele. Nice of you to join us. Oh, hi, Pudge One. It's nice to meet you. Thank you for joining. Rolling it up, waiting for the guests. He had to do a little bit of foliar spring in the garden. Maybe he'll uh, give us a little bit of information on that tag. And it is hot as shit in here in the garden tonight. Things are starting to warm up a little bit here in northern Michigan, and I haven't swapped over my systems yet. So I uh, kind of get toughening it out a little bit until uh, things uh, level out, and I'll uh, do the appropriate measures for my summertime environment. CJ, what's up, brother? Nice of you to join. Like, I think you'd miss out. Native. Michigan native, how you doing? Cheers, how you doing? Glad you could make it. Just getting my uh, stuff all rolled up and ready. Waiting for uh, Mr. Lost Leaf, who's gonna come dropping in some knowledge. Grim Jimmy Crack Seeds, hello, how you doing? Hoss Farms, thank you for joining me. Love all you guys tuning in smoking down with me while we uh talk a little bit of shit drop some knowledge put in a fun laid-back sense which uh allows us to get to know the grower a little bit who else we got here chris martinez i hope i said that right how you doing welcome squirrel face how you doing go feel free to talk amongst yourselves i just want to go ahead and point out that uh this is kind of a three-way show. If you uh, see any, if you have any questions at any time for the guests, feel free to post them up in the chat. I am always trying my best to watch the chat as I go along. I try to address everybody as much as I can. Amadeus, how you doing? Cheers. Uh, but in the same aspect, I want to make this as interesting for you as possible. So if you have any questions, uh, like I said, during the show at any point, go ahead and throw those down in the chat and I'll propose those up for myself or the guests, whoever they may be geared for. 
What are you guys smoking on tonight? What are you burning on? Boom, 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 boom. That's right. Hi, Nikki. We're not for life. I am. I know there is many. It looks like my uh, guest is waiting for me to let him in. Turn this music off and let this fucking awesome man in. Mr. Lostleaf, are you there? There he is. How you doing, sir? Thank you so much for joining us. I've already kind of introduced you and let everybody know that you were coming. But uh, go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, let everybody know where they can find you. What's up, everybody? My name is Matt. I'm uh, partial owner over here at Lost Leaf. Um, we are a 500 plant medical licensed growth facility in Michigan. Um, Find us at Instagram at Lost Leaf MI. Uh, I got a YouTube channel as well, Lost Leaf. And uh, those are the only two places that I really pump out content. But um, yeah, man. Uh, what's up? Not much, man. Uh, I blew up your uh, YouTube today, man. I think I watched all your videos up to current. <laughs> Just because I didn't know it was out there, man. You know, you get, you've been. Dropping knowledge uh, lately on, you know, a lot of shows, Grandmaster level. Of course, you've been on the Michigan Boroughs Grow Show, and I've seen you all kinds of places, and uh, it's been impressive, you know, the knowledge you've just dropping down in them few areas. But I, I, know, I, for some reason, I thought maybe I was subscribed. I don't know how I was in the loop. Let's put it that way. But I went back, and I started in from uh, first video, and when you just were starting in the uh, – DWC and the little pots and you had the, the little uh, Mars lights and shit in there and I watched all the way up to the new build and everything and uh, awesome shit, awesome shit. I'm so glad to have you on here because I have much respect for you and uh, the knowledge you've been dropping down. I mean, you've come a super long way in my opinion and since it was what, three years ago since you started those videos? I mean, from that to what you're into now, brother, that shit's uh, huge. And my, my my admiration doesn't stop there. For girlies in the chat tonight, what's up, for girlie? Thank you for popping in. My admiration for you don't stop there, brother, because uh, you, you're, you're leading an industry, you help lead an industry in Michigan as far as recreational grows go. And it's an open door. You know, not only uh, are you... You're innovating the grows with a, with your LEDs and your rack system that I'm, I'm really admiring. But uh, you, it's an open door, you know what I mean? And that's pretty ballsy for a competitive market, you know what I mean? To kind of let everybody in on, you know, what you're doing and shit. And for sure. Do you sure. rather see the information get out there than... Uh, you know, hoard it. So much respect yeah. for that. And welcome to the Absolutely, show. Absolutely, man. It's it's uh you you gotta give it back because I mean I've learned like literally almost everything that I know from this community. Um, you know, a strong mixture of, of uh going out and doing my own research. Obviously we all have these fucking handy handy dandy little devices that uh allow us to access infinite knowledge pretty much. Anything that's out there that's been published um, 
but that's where we seem to find to have a seem to have a, a bit of a problem with with our industry obviously there's not white papers on everything you know there's not uh that information kind of uh slows when, when it comes to the real um done by scientific method research you know and, and so i think that it's important for us as growers to i mean kind of come together and, and work together and figure out um what's really working for us and and, and and that way we can all kind of grow as a community because I don't see it as co competition right now, man. I don't see it anybody that, that I'm, I'm fucking with online that, that I don't see anybody as competition because I don't, I mean, especially here in Michigan, maybe it's different, you know, out in Cali or whatever, but like, I've never been in that market, man. And, and it's just, it's just different over here. Like there's, there's so much, for everybody, like the, the the market is so wide for everybody out here that I mean I just don't see how I could be in competition even with somebody that's right next door because you got secure transporters. We're supposed to have like like I'm talking in the license market now. We're supposed to have secure transporters bring our stuff anywhere. So I mean like I could pay an extra you know 100 150 bucks and have my shit shipped up to the tip of, you know, Copper Harbor in the UP or way down and by Detroit, you know, it doesn't really matter if like proximity isn't really a thing. So um, I think that it's, it's always served me well to like give stuff away to people, give information away to people um, because it kind of always comes back to me. And, and in a sense where like, I learn a lot of stuff from trials and tribulations and, and and i also learn a lot of stuff from talking to people literally just from from even diagnosing people's problems man like people come to me with problems and issues all day about their plants every single day and it's it's never really like been to the point there there have been a few you know there's 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 those few people who who will just goddamn poke prod you all day long about the stupidest shit. I'm talking the stupidest shit. But somehow, somewhere along that line, there always ends up being something that you learn from. So I always try to take my time to answer everybody. Um, and I, I, I've uh, recently tried to kind of get to the point where I, I can put this information, all of this stuff that I learn, and all this stuff that I. Um, I've come to know like my findings really um, and, and, and relate them to where I found real world evidence, where I found evidence from growers, where I found evidence from um, the scientific world and kind of put that into a series of documents that I've got. And I've got that, those for people now who come to me, you know, because I, I don't, I mean, time right now is running so short. I've built this whole damn thing pretty much with just me and my partner and like I don't got time now <laughs> like this shit is getting crazy now I got a kid on the I way know, I, I, I know I appreciate your time that's for sure and I've tried your product I mean I met you firsthand and you were gracious enough to pass me some samples and it was all fire it was all fire and that so was a minute let's ago. get to know Lost Leaf 
Yeah, yeah. That let's get to know Lost Leaf. Let's rewind so at least three back you at least three years ago to the DWC tiny little alien riff plants that I saw. Or even back further back if you would, you know, when you started uh maybe using and maybe take that into if you ever when you found like a medical uh you know, when you found it to be a medical benefit. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought... Take me right I, in. Take me right into that YouTube, that first YouTube girl, could you? For sure, for sure, man. I, I, I've been in the industry for a long-ass time. I mean, I, like, ever since... You know, I, honestly, I wasn't really big into it uh, during, like, high school. But as soon as I got into college, um, it really became a big part of my life. Um... I personally had uh, really bad irritable bowel syndrome for a long ass time. Cannabis was the only thing that would help me with it. So naturally, I was uh, after I tried it and, and, and it did help me. I uh, sought it out and, and, and made it more of a part of my life. Um, and then all of a sudden, I got to a point where I was like, man. I was always constantly like wanting the best weed. I was constantly seeking out the best that I could find. And uh, it was, it was never like consistent, you know, it's always kind of like, you know, falls off here and there. So I, I started doing some research on growing and I was like, and this was about, I think I've been growing for about eight years now. And I jumped straight into hydroponics um, because of the fact that I knew that I could do it and I knew that I could build it and it was all DIY shit all back in the day. Um, I started off with a 10 site, uh, like a 60 gallon fully recirculating deep water culture setup. I was like my first thing that I ever grew in, all built with buckets, um, all tied together had uh had that all in a it was like a 10 by 12 room um and that was the first room that we like blew out and that was with all mars hydros back in the day when they first came out mars 800s whoa camera went walkie hold up it's sorry a, I'm it's all right no worries <laughs> What the fuck? Anyways. All right, I'm just going to hold my phone. Fuck it. All right. So, um, yeah, I was, I was growing in, a, in that 10 by 12 room with a deep water culture, all Mars, Mars 800s. Um, Started off with LEDs, like, literally probably so seven years ago, man. Um, it's been a long road with LEDs. Um, it, they've come so, so fucking far, man. It's, it's awesome to see. Back in the day, you know, when, uh, when I first started growing with LEDs, maximum I could hit, I swear, was with those fucking Mars Hydros was, like, 0.75 maybe would barely skin one gram per watt, you know? And um, then, so, I, I mean, that was, that was a, 
that was a long time. That was that was for for quite a while. I was I was growing with a partner that I had. Um, the partnership ended up not working out. Uh, I mean, partnerships in this industry are that that are good are, are really hard to come by. You know, with with people have conflicting ways that they want to grow, conflicting ways that they want to do things, um, and that usually ends up screwing people over um, partnerships wise. So. Uh, that that kind of fizzled out. I went to just being my own solo caregiver kind of deal, um, and did that for a long time. And that did that was uh, that led right up to what you're talking about three years ago. Um, just single deep water culture buckets, just five gallon buckets, running shit like uh, in, in little tent cities. I had a couple houses that I moved into and, and was basically just had a whole room designated. And then I got to a basement, had a whole, had the whole damn basement designated, um, got out of that house and bought this property and somehow was able to clean all that shit up, have it all done and cleaned up and then got my security deposit back, had some old ass landlords I had no idea what was going on. It was hilarious to me. <laughs> like, there is no way I'm getting my security deposit back in this bitch. But I did. Um, and so we we found this property and and this been this has been at least three years in the making now, man. This this whole building, this whole idea of this business, uh, all this shit. Um when the hint for the dispensaries first came out when it was like super fresh. I mean, like I, I think it was before it was even actually real that it was passed yet. We were looking at this property. Um, I started coming out here and I, I had to like sit down on meetings with uh, township meetings with like all the people in this township. I'm in the middle of goddamn nowhere, dude. I'm, I'm a man northern michigan and i'm literally in the middle of nowhere right and so the people on this township panel board panel or whatever um they're all you know 65 plus so i'm like going into this sitting there got the whole fire department in the building and like five or six other people in there small ass township right and i had to basically stand up there and asked these old ass people if I could grow some weed. And it was the fucking hardest thing I've ever done. I was like shaking in my boots, man. Just like so nervous, right? Um and I had there was a there was a couple people that were against us. Um we had two on the board that were against us and I had one guy that was just mad opposed to this whole idea. Just just totally fucking hated it hated everything that we were doing um he literally got us put on a referendum um held us off for an entire year spent a bunch of his own money to just to get us put on a referendum went down to the bingo hall to get signatures from the old people from the old ladies playing bingo um telling them that we were, you know, like worshiping Satan and shit here, right? <laughs> and uh, he made a case that he thought that um, the smell of the marijuana was going to give him 
allergic reactions and and give him headaches. So that's why he didn't want it around, right? Uh, this is crazy fucking propaganda bullshit. Held us off. VOC issue is a fucking real thing in California. I'm glad it isn't here yet, but uh, it is definitely a real bitch. But anyways, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good, man. You're good. It, it's a fucking legit, legit bitch. I mean, it's 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 not it's not real, you know. Like you're not, you're not gonna get an allergic reaction from. I, I'm not growing pollen in here, man. You know, <laughs> I'm not fucking breeding in here. I got lady plants. They don't produce pollen. I'm not pumping that shit out my front door. Like, this oh, stupid I, shit. But I agree. we uh, I agree. We got past that. Um, and we've had uh, the zoning officer has been on board with us since day one, dude. He's an old hippie. He's one of my fucking favorite people ever, dude. He's so cool. Um, just been with us from the start. Been, been totally all about it from the get-go. Um has helped us through this whole process. The township has helped us through this whole process and, and now they're, they're fully on board. Um, I've brought, I, I originally, when I first started growing in here, um, I posted some pictures of it the other day. I had a, a, like a 10 by 20 tent in here and like a, a five by 10 tent for veg, just kind of doing some trials in here. Um, seeing how everything worked with uh, working with dispensaries. We worked with uh, lit provisioning centers out of Everett, um, did a trial run. Everything went really well. So we decided to go for it, like fully go for it. Um, and it's, it, was, it was cool because I got to bring some of these people in here that weren't, um, that were opposed to this whole thing and, were, and was thought that, you know, they had this, this picture in their head of, of what this place was and and to them I think it was like just some drug house where you know I got guns laying everywhere and all this stupid shit just the just you know you know the old person mentality the 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 I'm talking like Reagan era shit you know <laughs> where like they just think that we're the worst fucking thing ever and uh so I, I brought this one lady in um and it, she was the clerk and she came in and was just like, wow, this is really clean and everything's all organized. And um, I, I, this, is, this is a shock to me. And, and uh, we actually got to the point where um, I, I, I got confident with it. And I was just kind of like, you know, if you guys don't want this here, I mean, to be honest, I'm still just going to do it. You know, I mean, I'm still going to be a caregiver. I'm allowed to do it right now i the big part was that i don't think that they understood that they didn't think that i was even allowed to do that for some reason um and they thought that they had to give me approval which i was like i mean i have you know five patients i'm up allowed 72 plants right and uh so i basically just told them oh well if you don't want to get paid for it then i'll just keep doing it as a caregiver and so you can either collect tax money from it or I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing. Um, everything kind of just went our way after that. And it's, it's been hard. It's, it's definitely been hard, but we've gotten lucky at so many turns. Um, the, the, uh, with, with our investor and everything that's happened, 
um, with him. Um, just being able to still maintain, uh, I still maintain 51% ownership of the company. So I still have to say on everything in, in the end. So um, that's a, that's, I think that's a huge thing when it comes to owning a business, a cannabis business specifically, um, is being able to make those calls when it comes to not cutting corners and shit like that, because you got so many big boys in the market right now that they just throw money into it and they don't realize how much money it's going to cost. And then all of a sudden they get more and more and more strapped and they're not ready to fucking, you know, do what it, do what it takes to get, get to the product where it needs to be, get, get the facility where it needs to be so that the product can be fucking good. And, 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 a lot of the times, too, they, they hire these people, these kids, like these botany kids, these, these fort majors and stuff. And sorry, but just because you got a degree doesn't know, mean that you know how to run a fucking 5, 10, 50,000 square foot facility. You know, I mean, just because you know the, the processes of the plant doesn't mean that you know everything about uh, from the, all the ins and outs of, of how all the rooms need to work and all the dynamics in, in the rooms and how they expand when you get into a bigger space, you know, um, that was one of my biggest things was I didn't want to really jump into a, a giant space. I wanted to be able to have as much control as I could because I, I didn't want to jump from, you know, a 10 by 20 tent to a fucking 5,000 square foot facility. So um, that's how we kind of, the, the idea for this thing kind of came out. We're like, all right, we're just going to pretty much jam pack this thing. Um, the the whole vertical stacking grow thing uh, kind of Hold just on, fell. Before we get into that, uh, I just want to ask, can you give uh, myself and everybody that's watching in chat some advice on what what you've done so far? You know what I mean? What have you, what you've obviously learned a lot in this process, and you share a lot of your knowledge anyway. I don't want to ask too much of it, but can you throw out some tips for somebody that may be wanting to shadow you in this process a little bit? For sure, for sure, man. Um, I think that uh, one of the biggest things is that you just need to be able to take risks, man. Um, you need to jump for it and, and go for it. It's literally, it was so fucking dark at the beginning, man. Like, so just like, you're going to have so many people telling you that what you're doing is crazy, that you probably aren't going to make it, you know, just, just, just discouraging things, man. You're going to hear it from a lot of people and you just need to fucking keep pushing. That's, that's literally like, if stuff is falling in line for you, follow that line. Like if, if stuff is like happening and, and lucky shit just keeps happening, I don't care about like, I'm not talking about like outweighing the lucky stuff with the bad stuff. I'm talking like, yeah, you're going to have some shitty days. I've had shitty days here. I mean, I've fucked up my clones. Like I've, I've already fucked up here, but it's not been like giant, terribly unlucky things. The things that have pointed me in the direction of this is going to work. I just followed it. And like, I didn't know that this whole thing was going to work. I had no idea. Um, I just kind of went for it. And, I think that that's one of the biggest things is, is getting rid of 
getting through that fear response that, you know, we all are kind of programmed to not want change and, and, and stuff like that. But I mean, if you guys don't change and you guys don't like try to push for more and better, you're, you're never going to get to that next level. And who knows what's going to come with, with, with all this shit. I mean, once, once it gets federally legalized and all that stuff, I think that that's, that's a big thing to consider is like, if you really want to get into this industry, you got time right now is the time, you know, like, like fucking make a risk, jump for it, you know? Um, and don't think that just because you don't have money, don't think that you can't do it. You need to apply yourself with knowledge, figure it out, man. I mean, like, like I said, we got this thing that I'm holding on to right now is an infinite, infinite source of knowledge. Just fucking go on and figure out everything that you can figure out and then sell yourself. If you, if you need to get an investor or something like that to get this whole thing going, sell yourself, you know, sell, sell the fact that you know that you're going to be able to make this work. Um, I think that when it comes to investors, um, my personal advice is that investors are concerned in the end with money. They're, they're you know, at, at the end of the day, that's what they care about. They, they care about when the money's coming back, how you're going to make it. They don't care about the quality steps that you're going to take. Yeah, you can kind of pitch that to them a little bit, but don't go into an investor meeting and focus on being like, well, we're going to do this to be the best and that to be the best. You need to sell the idea more um, and, and, and more so the idea of, of the money to them. It's, it's, it's kind of a where we sold our investor was when I finally kind of stepped away from going off on tangents about the things that I talk to you guys about on a daily basis. My fucking investor doesn't care that I use 730 nanometer far reds to put my plants to sleep and, and harvest three days sooner. He doesn't give a shit about that, right? He cares about the fact that he's going to get his money back at the end of the day. So I think that's a big thing to take into account with investors. Um, and I think that uh, a lot of people don't realize that the information that you need to get this done, to, to go try to start a license and all that stuff, it's all available, man. Like, it's, it's online. You can go look it up. You can see the rules. You can see how the whole process works, man. And... I mean, you just got to go for it. You know, you, you, you can figure it out. Don't, don't just sell yourself for, for, oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to get that done. Just, you, you need to go for it. So you know? give us another little pinch of advice here as well. And uh, I heard you mention this in, in one of those videos like three years ago. And I'm, uh, I'm sure things may have changed since then. And I've had, unfortunately, bad experience with uh, partners as well. So uh, when you're looking for an investor, let's look on that end because it's not all about them. It's, yeah, you, you have to sell yourself and give them great ideas. But then again, you kind of need to protect yourself. So in your 
your journey so far, what have you learned that you can do to kind of screen yourself against, let's say, a nasty investor? Nasty investor. Well, <clears throat> we haven't had to, uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> I guess there was, was one uh, kind of thing, but, uh, you know, it's hard because the other opportunity that we had with an investor was, was family. So that's hard, man. I mean, you, you know, when you, when you start to think about family, you know, if you're going to get into business with your family, it needs to be like a, it's, it's so hard, man. They, they, they need to not just, you know, be kind of cheap with it. I, I don't know if I want to say that kind of like, you know, you give them, you know, the family discount or, you know, give you uh you know, ask for ridiculous amounts of your business for, for, for pennies, you know, I mean, um, Shredder here points out a, a good idea here. Shredder 911 in chat. He says, create an LLC and get an attorney. That sounds oh, like hell a yeah. good for sure. For sure. LLC is the way to go. LLC is definitely the way to go. Um, get a lawyer. Definitely. Um, we can only take the company, right? Yeah. 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 For sure. They can't, they can't, pursue you any further than that they, you're, you're not liable so so that's what a, a limited liability company is best for um i'd be afraid of a te just teaching an investor like my process and just you know everything and then have him either try to take me over or step out and uh, do the same for sure thing. for sure um if you know uh like i said if you can try to maintain ownership of the business, that, that's the best way to go, obviously. But if you are not going to be able to do that, if you don't have anything to put into it, like we had this whole property, you know, all the knowledge to do everything. I mean, it was, it was, um, we, we were kind of right place, right time. But if you, if you don't have the assets and everything to be able to get to that point, then yeah, you need to buy damn sure make sure that you're protecting yourself with um uh forget what it's called i'm fucking stoned um protection of intellectual rights i believe it is um yeah protection okay. of intellectual rights uh you need to make sure that you have uh protections for for your uh, standard operating procedures that you're creating um you know, because in essence, even if that's not what you think they are, it, your your method for things are your standard operating procedures. Um, so those those things are are literally worth everything to the company. And what a lot of people are doing, what what a lot of uh, shady people are doing, and I hear about this a lot more out west. I've, I've heard it start to migrate over towards this side of the country now um, is that people are hiring these growers and uh, giving them flashing a, you know, a $300,000 plus dollar salary in front of them. And uh, they, they, they skate by with it um, without uh, the grower really signing on to any sort of uh, agreement or anything like this, just because they're so, you know, awestruck. Oh my God, that's so much money. 
you know, um, and then all of a sudden the grower sets everything up and they kick them out and hire somebody for cheaper, you know, that's, that's the reality of this whole thing. So, uh, you definitely need to, to hire an attorney and make sure that, um, you are protecting yourself by means of contracts, um, getting it in writing. Um, that's absolutely of utmost importance. We, uh, we, I honestly didn't have to use, um, we used our lawyer for, for our own business personal agreements and I did everything else myself pretty much. So, uh, everything by means of the application and, and all that stuff, it was all just me. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's fucking kick ass because I have much admiration for that because, you know, you're in control of quality, uh, you know, all the way through. I, as you talk to me right now, you can see you're, you're obviously on break from living your dream. And and with that, I guess that's a good segment, you know. Money's a uh, necessary evil of this whole, you know, thing. So let's get off the that role of it and let's talk about something more fun or that, more aspect that we you know both love here and uh which is the growing side the money side's always you know the drag of it all you know what i mean For sure. so let's get back into the fun uh, i'll jump into uh do you want to pick up at at the youtube videos and walk us through how you uh came through that series up into uh, the rack system that you're running now a few little trial and error and all that good shit did you already cover a little bit of that i think you may have but uh let's hear it. Uh, yeah because i know once you get into the rack system i got questions i got questions brother i'm hoping you'll only dump some knowledge on me tonight but i'm not i'm not getting too far ahead of myself so let's kind of lead up to the racks we take all right, all right. so you know, at first, um, it's it's so crazy how everything kind of evolved to get to this point where we're like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a vertical uh, vertical system. Um, it uh, Everything kind of evolved with the lights. You know, uh, Fluence came out with, with their, uh, their um, the Spider X, and uh, everybody kind of followed suit. We saw... Um, Fireweed Factory, I believe it is, out of uh, Alaska, was a huge inspiration for for, for this place. Um, if you guys ever haven't ever seen them, they're, they're, it's an amazing grow. Go check it out. Um, but they they were a big uh, influence for this, and, and just realizing, okay, we've got X amount of money, and we've got this much space in the building, and building onto that building would eat up so much of the budget. <laughs> it's like, why not just try to maximize the space that we have as much as possible? And the only way to really do that is with vertical stacking. And um, so um, we, we, I went through trials, you know, in my own personal garden with, uh, I've grown with a lot of different LEDs now, but uh, um, we were honestly going to go with uh, green jeans photo booth strips to begin with. I was on a DIY LED kick for, for a long time. I built Photon, Phantom boards, 
HLG boards, um, and the photo. That thing was pretty cool. That thing was pretty cool, the one you built in that video. What was the footprint on that? It had to have been at least a five by five. That was a nice unit you built. The photo booths? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, with a linear build, I like to, you know, with LEDs really in, in general, I, I don't really like to go out of the, the realm of uh, um, just, the, just the, the actual footprint of the light itself. Um, unless you're using something like a, like a Dragon, like the new Dragon Alpha or the, the Dragon SLs from um, Science hanging them higher up and having the optics kind of do some work where, where you can get out of that realm of uh, that, that exact footprint. Um, but I think that anything that you're using with close proximity, I, I think that uh, that that needs to be maintained as just that area right there. Um, that, that photo boost blew up that four by four like crazy, man. Uh, and I, I had some additional far reds that I added to it as well. And uh, that thing just killed, man. It was, it was awesome. That was uh, um, one of my favorite builds. And, and I was excited to use that for the entire facility. But then, then we figured out that through and with, because of insurance purposes, all of our fixtures have to be UL listed and can't have a UL list fixture that's you built yourself. So <laughs> that kind of uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, pointed us in a, in a different direction, um, and then just through uh, doing a lot more research, man. It was it was a lot of research until I got to the point where I was like, all right, we're going with these science lights, because um, it's a huge investment. I mean, it's 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 a giant investment, and uh, I think that it's it's by far the best option that I could have gone with. Um, I think that I have uh, a really cool, just a just a different setup. I feel like a, a lot of people, a lot of commercial growers, don't really have like the targeted uh, processes that I'm aiming at, uh, and and I think it's cool to be able to uh, to get into that and show you guys that stuff. So. You you got some questions about the rack system though? Oh fuck yeah, brother! <laughs> yes, I do. I like I like the whole idea about it, but uh, the one thing uh, I know you can help me with, and I know it will interest a lot of other people. I'm running LEDs as well, and I've always kind of preached a little bit. You, it's a learning curve with every light for one. You should always use your fucking infrared gun to check your leaf temperature and adjust your light down to the, the appropriate uh, temperature. And then that maybe even at that, take a run or two to, like, you know, dial it in, you know, a little bit further. Um, but what the, I like about the way you run is using the daily light integral system. And uh, if I could master my LEDs and, you know, save a little bit more. Actually, you should be from what I've learned today. And I'm not trying to, I dove into the subject today, you know, trying to prepare for this a little bit and, you know, not look silly. But I want, I, I'm hoping, again, you'll teach me a whole bunch of shit here because I, I left it kind of open on. I just said, took on, you know, a bit to learn here. But uh, 
I like you could have also utilize the same system with the HPS because they have a number too, right? You can figure that out as well. But first of all, my first question for you, obviously, what is daily life intercript? If you could uh, break that down for people that are for sure, uh, for sure. So it's basically myself. just uh, the amount of uh, say par or, or you know whatever light measurement you want to say uh, that falls onto the canopy over the course of a day. Um, it's just kind of a, a different measurement for the amount of light that the plants are getting. Um, so DLI can be used to kind of figure out, uh, you know, where, where that point of light saturation is coming in. And, and that is really dependent upon, from what I've found, um, spectrum and, and the, the source of the light and the quality of the light. Um, so, you know, with, uh, with LEDs, it's, it's much different. And, and I've, I've gone back and forth um, in veg, I run a low, low DLI. I mean, like I literally run my lights at 25% power. I got two raging kales over a four by four. And I run those lights for 15 hours on and nine hours off. I mean, that's, that's crazy. That's your, that's your veg period. Obviously yep. that's your veg period. Mm -hmm. So you've and, shaved a few good hours off there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and uh, I've not only shaved off a few good hours, but I've also shaved off, I mean, you know, 85% of the power of the light. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Um, to be able to run that entire, we've got uh, 200 square feet of canopy in the bedroom. And I believe that we can run that entire space with 1,200 watts only running for 15 hours on nine hours off so and 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 another cool stat of the bedroom is that the bedroom is 200 square feet of canopy in a 175 square foot room with egress and storage space and three cloners <laughs> it's fucking crazy i'm gonna ask you a quick quick question here because chad you know this isn't just about me it's helped teach them as well and that's you know why you do what you for do. sure for sure uh john john ramsberg wants to know what is heat temperature on the leaf what is your optimum heat temperature your your optimum temperature for leaf surface personally um uh the optimum leaf surface temperature for uh peak photosynthesis rates is going to be 82. um for LEDs, you know, anywhere from 80 to 82 will do, but 82, if you're trying to push your plant to the absolute max, um, you get up in an 84 range and that's too high. Uh, I like to say, you know, 82, cut it off there and, and just ride that as, as, as much as you can. Um, the best way to maintain your leaf surface temperature consistently is with a lot of really nice even steady airflow um and the the airflow is 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 super key and i think that a lot of people get it wrong i, I like to talk about this a lot where um you know a racetrack airflow pattern is by far the best means of of uh, circulating your air throughout the room um so what, what I like to do is I have 
my Schaefer fans, um, if you don't have a room that's as big, you know, you can use this with uh, oscillating fans if you need to or, or wall hangers. Um, they don't necessarily need to be oscillating. That's not really the point of the whole thing. But um, it's basically putting one fan up in, in like the bottom right-hand corner of a room and one fan pointing the opposite way in the top left-hand corner of the room. So this forces the air to go around the room in just a racetrack pattern, right? This carries all of your, your dehues, your humidifiers, your ACs constantly around in a circle and makes the best use out of them and disperses everything through the room um, evenly, as evenly as possible. Um, when you're taking all of your air and pushing it into the middle of your room, like like a lot of people do with with their oscillating fans on, on the walls, hanging around the outside edge of the canopy, um, it just kind of pushes the air to the middle of the room and it creates microclimates along the outside edge um, because not that airflow won't always be hitting all those outside corners and those microclimates are, are where you're going to have issues. They're where you're going to have uh, not as much airflow, uh, higher leaf surface temperatures or leaf, lower leaf surface temperatures, uh, you know, pockets of air that are not moving, that are stagnant, which are um, potential harbors for things like powdery mildew, all sorts of bad issues. So airflow is, is really, really important. I've also seen, to, seen you speak to the fact, and I agree, that not having those leaves shaped can uh, cause deficiency in your plant, mainly uh, calcium deficiency. So, uh, you know, that's just another thing I've watched, uh, say, and picked up from you in the past. But uh, back to uh, the DLI. Uh, so what is cannabis's uh, DLI? That's what I'm curious on. Uh, is what is it? That, that is a, a strongly uh, debated yes. topic. Strongly debated. Um, you know, it, it ranges, you know, from people's opinions range all the way from 30 to 60. Um, me personally, I like to float on the very low end side of that. I, I personally run 32 to 35 DLI. Um, the new Bruce Bugby videos that have come out lately uh, have him talking about reaching a uh, DLI range of upwards of 60, which is to me insane. Um, blasting a canopy with 1500 to 2000 micromoles is, uh, I think it's just going to, it will result in a better yield cannabis can grow in those conditions. Um, but in my opinion, the quality of the end product is not going to be the same. The structure that we want is not going to be the same. You're gonna get more foxtailing. I've seen lower test results in my own flower from running higher micromoles for a longer period of the day. Um, the reason that I lean towards a low end of the DLI spectrum is because one <laughs> I had one crop where I accidentally ran DLI, ran a low DLI for the last two weeks. And in a strain where I've been harvesting this, I've been harvesting death bear 
our Death Bear OG for three and a half years now, and I had the best Beautiful. test results. I've seen it that I've ever had, dude. Like ever. I'm talking like the terpenes were like a full percent higher. Our THC content was a full like two percent higher than it had ever been before. And I had some damn near perfect runs with that shit. So um I uh it's funny too because I was uh trying to run a different experiment. I wasn't even trying to accomplish anything with DLI. This was before I even knew anything about DLI. Uh I was trying to dial the reds back for the last two weeks because I saw a study that came out from Lumagrove that showed that uh red exposure, like six hundred and sixty nanometer deep red exposure for the last seventy two hours. Um, directly related to terpene loss. So I was just kind of trying to boost the terpene level. Really? Yeah. So uh, it wasn't even about DLI. And uh, it's funny because the next crop, I tried to push that theory even further. And I ran my Raging Kush. I got the Raging Kush in mid-flower i actually swapped the light mid-flower with the photo booth strips because the raging kush the new lights that i have have total spectrum control so um my plan was to uh, what i did was for the last like i think it was like 10 12 days i totally dialed back the reds took the reds completely off and i actually boosted the intensity of the light to compensate for that loss in reds so I could really determine that variable because that was the big variable was, okay, is it is it intensity or is it because of those reds? And uh, so I brought that intensity back up, ran it all the way through, and on the same strains, my terpenes were shit. I'm talking they were they were lower than they had been before that even, and my THC was back to you know kind of a little bit lower numbers too. Than I was used to even seeing, <clears throat> and uh, I was blown away, dude. I was like, "What the fuck is going on here? This is <laughs> like the complete opposite of what I'm trying to 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 do here." And then all of a sudden, that uh, science uh, came out with their DLI calculator, and that was the first time that I had ever really heard of DLI. And I took that, and I instantly was like, "Holy shit! That's what it was. It was it was the intensity." was too strong in, in on this run and on the last run the, that was the only difference was the intensity so it, it matches up to a lower dli number so i run a you, you know I, I run a lower dli so the farther the red the worse the case i'm i'm, I'm taking you know that's what i'm gathering here so i've had a few led companies reach out to me and want want me to add a uh, far red in my garden I think it was like uh, no far red's great. Eight. No, they, his purpose it was far far red. I want to say it was right around the eight hundred mark. Oh, infrared. Wrong on that. No, it was it was far out there. What he, what he was trying to say was adding it for a PM. It was a PM company saying that if you added this far red to your to your garden, that it would help you uh, fight PM. 
and I do run a little bit of red, but not far, far red. No, I've far never heard of that before. Far red. That sounds like a red. That sounds like bullshit to me. <laughs> Either it's uh, I, I have, mean, I'll you, give you, you, I'll shoot you a link to their page so you can help me better understand. And you know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure, for sure. They were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try these out. Try these out. And I'm like, eh, I don't. Yeah, no, I'm not ready to jump in. No, man, man. there's so many different fucking uh, ass companies out there now that got an endless list of bullshit that they're trying to sell to people. LED companies nowadays. So it's it's terrible. I'm I'm getting a little ahead of myself here because uh, uh, I wanted to talk about the route a little bit later that was like my next question i had one in between but since we're talking about the red anyway you've already brought it up and you obviously use it because that's what i was going to ask uh i do mix it uh i'm running some t5 leds right now and they're doing pretty good there's a a red mixture in there and i found that uh the red has actually helped with uh, stem strength. It has actually made the plants that I've run before a little bit stronger and less, I have to spoil it less. So now with that being said, uh, is there a time that I should be cutting that far right off or that red off and uh, stop ruining my terpenes and uh, uh, THC production? And no, they found something that, like that. I, I I don't think that the reds contribute to the THC production. I, I think that that was more so on the intensity side. Uh, so that okay. was a result of, of, of too high of a DLI, basically. Um, and yeah, reds, I, I, I personally, I'm not completely sold on it yet. Uh, the terpene numbers that the, the Lumigro study had were kind of... Uh, not not really fully substantial um but it's definitely something that you can do if if you want to cut them out for the last you know even like 72 hours you're not going to lose out on a big uh um yield loss or anything like that obviously your 660 nanometer your deep red um will contribute to more uh biomass so it's gonna it's gonna make your plants yield more throughout the course of flower but if you know, you're in the last 72 hours, you're already into, you know, senescence by, by uh, triggering senescence with a flush, that kind of deal. Um, you're not really getting weight at that period, you know, in the last 72. So uh, I would say, yeah, if you're going to cut them off, cut them off for the last 72 and run it like that. All right. Now, before I get into my next kind of light question, I want to uh, go back to the DLI subject. And, and that is uh, it's a, a grower is wanting to try to find his tents uh, or areas DLI number so they can calculate uh, roughly how when they can turn their light on and off. How would they uh, come up with a number like that? Um. Well, there's, there's a lot of DLI calculators out there. Um, if you want to follow what I'm trying to do, science has uh, a DLI calculator right on their website, and it's got a chart on it that is literally basically like a BPD chart for light. If you've ever seen a BPD chart, uh, it's, it's basically just you, you go over from the left-hand side and you figure out your PBFD. Um, now, your PBFD is... is 
honestly, it's kind of hard to, without a good meter, to figure out levels for PPFD. You're going to need an expensive meter like like an Apogee um, or a Lycor. Um, me personally, I don't even have one of those meters. I literally go based off of the readings that I've been given from science. I've given them specific light levels of, of where where my plants are sitting from the canopy and that type of deal. And I use those. They also have backed those numbers by, by providing sphere test results, which is super important because um, LED companies nowadays can kind of tell you whatever the hell they want. And unless they can actually go prove it, you have no idea if they're actually being truthful or not. Um, so having third-party testing is, is one of my big, big things with, with LED companies if you're going to, especially if you're making a big investment, always check and make sure that they are doing a third-party testing. Um, but you can get a rough roundabout number from using a lux meter and then transferring or um, uh, doing a conversion on uh, there's a waveform you look it up it's it's called lux to pbfd conversion um, and they have a waveform calculator where you can go in and put your spectrum in and if you've got the the spectrums that match up unless you've got some kind of off spectrum um, then you can kind of get a rough uh, reading on PPFD that way, and that's a that's a pretty good cheap way to do it. Um, but from there, you figure out where your PPFD is on the left hand side of that DLI calculator, and then on the on the top side, it's got your hours per day, and then you can just kind of put those two numbers together to figure out where you're sitting with DLI. Um, as far as veg goes, like I said, dude, I, I honestly. I think that if you're running LEDs and veg, most people are running into issues. A lot of people are running into issues. Um, I get that a lot of the the um, inquiries that I get, the questions that I get are about veg with LEDs and, and it's all purple stems, it's all leaf curl, it's all just just sad, stressed looking plants, you know, and, and uh a lot of it comes from light intensity. Um, it's crazy how much. I agree. I've, I've seen a lot of studies lately myself about LEDs. Just from telling them, just dial it back, man. Just dial it back, literally. Just dial it back. Either dial back the light cycle or just dial back the intensity. If you can't dial back the intensity, dial back the light cycle. You know, I mean, and, and that has solved so many of these people's problems without even changing any other variables so it's uh yeah that definitely take it take that into account but it's it's a uh, when it comes to flowering that's when i kind of like to stick a little bit more to the dli chart in veg you just need to kind of be honestly i, I think that none of the numbers and, and information that we've really seen so far is anything that's concrete to me because of what I've seen personally, it doesn't it doesn't match up. I I, I think that uh, I was trying to run numbers that were totally acceptable and not past the point of light saturation on anybody's standards, and I was still running into light stress. Changed it, changed everything down, and that's the only factor that I changed. 
and everything is is super happy, super healthy, all green stems, just beautiful, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so, our next thing I want to say is, uh, I want to apologize right off the bat before I go any further because. In most of the other shows, it's been a kind of a little bit more laid back, laughing and smoking. For one, I know you can't smoke because obviously you're kind of at work and you're suited up and you don't want to fucking go back in there all, you know, contaminated. So I guess that in itself makes it a little bit, a little bit more. Uh, I, I guess so. That in itself makes it a little bit more serious of an interview here. But moreover, I was, you know. I was hoping, I knew you'd be a good source of knowledge here for it. Not my, just myself, but for everybody else that was going to tune in. So I knew this was going to be a little bit more serious than the other ones were, just because it was going to be such great info. I just wanted to throw that out there before. You're I good, man. You're good. I, I, I like this yeah. style thing. I mean, that's kind of just where it seems to go whenever I'm on, uh, on a show, and I'm, I'm totally okay with that. It's, it's, it's all good. Nice, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I appreciate it. So my next question for you is, uh, since you, you are running a rack system, and it seems to be more and more the mention, uh, do you think, since you're running your lights a little bit closer and a little bit less uh, light intensity, do you think you could uh, add any benefits by adding the green, like they're saying, they're now finding out that green does help. It just doesn't penetrate as deep in the canopy. So do you think that uh, adding some green into the lighting system now uh, could bring anything out? I mean, most uh, greens, m most uh, new full spectrum lighting does have green in it. Uh, these, these, uh, these, all these lights that I use do have, have some green in the spectrum. Um, unless it's just a pure, you know, like, uh, there are some pure, like, I'm, I'm not even sure about 3k, 4k. Let me, let me, let me do some looking real quick here. Let's just pull up HLG's website and see what this 550 spectrum looks like. I haven't seen it in a minute. Yeah, no, it's got green in it. Yeah, man, all, all day, even, even up to 4K. Yeah, so I mean, most new full spectrum lighting that you're gonna have is gonna have that green in it. Uh, the only LEDs that you're gonna be seeing that aren't gonna have that are uh, like blurples, which I hope, I hope that that people are, are moving past that. <laughs> it's a, that's a dark history with LED, man. <laughs> it is, it is. But yeah, we all had to start somewhere, you know. Oh I mean? no, for sure. I was I was one of those people, man. Oh, I was myself. I've got some Mars sixteen hundreds and some twelves and some eBay lights, a whole stack of them over there myself. So yeah. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. So, um, do you want to go into this a little bit further? You want to tell us a little bit, uh, maybe uh, what you're feeding and maybe some nutrition tips. You know, I mean, you don't For have sure. to divulge too much. Like I said, you can, and I don't want you to, you know, divulge too much uh, secrets here. But For just sure. you know, help give some general tips out for everybody. Uh, I'm sure they would all be greatly. Yeah, man. I'm uh, right now. I'm running uh, 
um, Floriflex nutrients. I'm actually, it's funny too, because I'm, I'm doing a document. I've been writing a document today. Uh, everybody's been kind of waiting for it. Um, and I apologize if, if anybody out there is watching this, that <laughs> I still haven't done that nutrient document that I've told everybody I was going to have done by Wednesday, but I've been busy. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I do have this document that's coming out where I literally completely go over pretty much everything that I've ever learned about nutrients. Um, so that's going to be available soon. But uh, I'll say right now I run Floriflex Nutrients. Um, and I run B1 and B2 in both veg and flour um, as a calcium, magnesium. A lot of people call it CalMag. Uh, I don't like CalMag. Um, I don't like bottles. I don't like having to pay for uh, water. So um, I try to do that as, as little as possible. I do use um, two bottles. Right now I'm using the SLF 100 and I'm using Tribus, but I mean, buying microbes um, in, in, in a powered, powdered form, I don't, I don't think necessarily is as good. I do use Recharge as well, um, which is in a powdered form, I guess. So um, I do use, uh, okay, so I use Recharge for microbes up until day 30 of flower. And then from day 30 on, I use Tribus, um, so that's my microbe regimen. Um, I use for silica, I use Elite 91 silicic acid. This shit right here, Elite 91. Um, this is a monosilicic acid, and this is uh, the most concentrated form that I think that you can get. Uh, it's like three point some odd percent of, of a monosilicic acid, um, which is the most, uh, or no, it's 4.1. It says right there, sorry. Um, it's the most bioavailable form of uh, silica. So I don't use silica in the res at all. Um, it, it's, it's not very stable in a res. You have to have perfect conditions in order for it to really last. And my, my reservoirs sit for upwards of, you know, seven days. So um, if you're mixing silica, if, if you're mixing a, a water by hand to like hand water or whatever every day, then, then you could totally mix it in. And that's, that's no big deal. But if you're doing it in a, in a reservoir, don't, don't be putting silica in and letting it sit there. It's, it's not going to really do as much. Um, I use it as a foliar spray. The reason I use it as a foliar spray is because it uh, adds as a, um, has an added benefit with uh, having an integrated pest management kind of built into it. Uh, the silica actually changes the pH of the leaves, uh, which makes it an unfavorable environment for powdery mildew spores to be able to land and proliferate on the leaves. So that's silica. Um, so microbes, silica, um, my B1 and B2 Floriflex base, and then for CalMag, what I do is I use, uh, right now I'm using Floriflex's Floramag, which is a magnesium sulfate, um, which is the same thing as, as Epsom salt. It's basically just a more concentrated form. Um, it's like 16% magnesium, whereas Epsom salt is only around like 8%, I believe. Um, but yeah, you can use Epsom salt as well. Floramag is not on the market yet. So 
Um, don't try to go out and find that anywhere. Uh, so that's for magnesium. That's basically just magnesium and sulfur. Um, Epsom salt, fucking, you can buy that shit anywhere. Uh, and then I, for calcium, I use uh, dissolving E-CA-10. Uh, it also goes by the name of Rexalin C-A-E-D-T-A. Um, and that is literally just 10% chelated calcium. It's nothing else. A lot of uh, people on the market, a lot of uh, nutrient companies on the market have like a cal nitrate that they have available. But me personally, I don't like the added nitrogen, um, especially when I'm in flower. I think that uh, my nutrient regimen has enough nitrogen to get me through. And uh, most of the time in flower, people end up running into a little bit of nitrogen toxicity towards the end due to that cal nitrate um, that, that they're supplementing with. So uh, I think that's it. Um, I believe you kind of answered. Uh, well, I got a question for you, and I think you may have already answered it. I know the answer, and I kind of answered it already. But they didn't ask for my opinion last week. They didn't ask for my opinion. <laughs> uh, Chris Martinez, does LAD require more CalMag in Lost Leaf opinion? Ah, oh, that's a good. That's a good one. Um, so yes and no. Um, really depends. Uh. It depends upon, I'm, find, I'm finding out that it depends upon a lot upon your spectrum. Um, so if you've got, uh, you know, uh, LEDs are going to drive more magnesium uptake. Uh, I don't think that they're going to uh, drive more calcium uptake per se. Um, if you are in cocoa, then obviously you're having to supplement uh, some sort of calcium because calcium leaches or cocoa leaches calcium. So you need to supplement that. Um, I found that it's best to supplement more towards the beginning and kind of give that cocoa the buffer and then start to pull back the calcium once you get into like, you know, week one, week two of flower. Um, because excess calcium can actually lock out a lot of other nutrients while you're in the course of flower and you don't want that. So. Um, Magnesium, I would say yes, for sure. Um, and especially with blues. So if you're running blues in, in uh, flower, if, if you're running a lot of blues, you are going to go through a lot of magnesium. Your plants are gonna be fucking hungry as shit for magnesium. Um, blues trigger so many other processes in the plant. It's crazy. And uh, you can really run yourself uh, it's, it's like a race, you know, you've got all these things that you're trying to juggle. You're trying to juggle your CO2, your environment, your nutrients, the amount of oxygen in, in, the, in the media, all of this stuff. And, uh, those blues are just kind of pushing that uptake more and more and more. Right. So if you don't have everything supplemented, you can really lose that race really fucking quick. So um, make sure that you're supplementing with uh, some extra magnesium at least. Um, like I said, I, I, I wouldn't recommend, really recommend uh, a CalMag with a heavy lean on the calcium side, um, like a five to one plus ratio. Um, I, I wouldn't go with something like that because you, you might end up locking out some of the 
magnesium and the potassium while you're in the course of, of your flower stage. Nice. I think for answering that, uh, there was another question. Oh, Lex BMG15 wanted to know, so do you use V1, V2, and veg? Nope. I do not. I used to. Um, I toyed with that fucking recipe 50 different times. I was never happy with it. Uh, certain plants would be happy. Certain plants would not be happy. I was over it. Um, I saw people having uh, having luck with the B1 and the B2 and veg, so I tried it, and fucking plants are happy as shit, man. They're loving it. So, um, and it's it's across all all of my strains. It's every single plant is happy, super happy, super healthy. So, okay, uh, John Polowski uh, wants to know your thoughts on the whole uh, nectar line what about the whole nectar line though um i don't really know a whole lot about nectar of the gods man i've never really used it to be honest so i, I don't really have a whole lot of an opinion on that uh, you know different forms of calcium might be more readily available as well too so uh maybe they're using something that isn't as readily available um, maybe it's more on the organic side. I know that uh, things that are on the organic input side sometimes don't uh, translate into having as much bioavailability. So maybe that's part of their deal. You know, I mean, most uh, most nutrient regimens that you run nowadays, uh, they've they've figured it out. You know, I mean, they they they've got something that works. Uh, for me, it's just about price. You know, like everybody's kind of getting everything from the same source i feel like it's just kind of like source it where it where where it's the cheapest and and still going to be able to do what you need it to do um yeah all right and i know there's another question in chat but it's more of a business chat now business geared question so i'll kind of leave that one we're past the business so if we have time i'll, I'll bring that one back chris wants to know what's is I like every interviews interview same old question is uh what's your favorite strain what's my favorite strain um my favorite strain is death bear og it's it's been my favorite strain ever since the first time i grew it I haven't found anything that I like more personally. Um, I've found some, some good contenders. Uh, Terp wise, I think that the thing that came the closest to me was uh, Nugs for Days on Instagram has a, uh, a rum punch pheno that he, he selected. And I got some of that from Pure Options at one point. I'm away back from uh, an event or something. And that shit was wild on the turps. Um, it didn't hit me quite uh, where I wanted it to on the buzz. Um, but it, it, was, it was fucking wild on the turps. Thank you for answering that. Um, 
So my next, where I want to guess where I want to take this, I'm guessing since you're a 500 plant grow that you're probably not wet trimming. You're probably doing a dry trim. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Greg's neat. Hell yeah. Yeah, you ain't got time to sit down. You might as well do it <laughs> at your convenience instead of, yeah, uh, you know I what mean, I mean? I can see for, that. For me, it's it's more than that. I, I, I personally, you know, done side-by-sides with, with wet trim versus dry trim and, and the dry trim is one every single time in my book. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's more of a quality thing. I think. All right. Since, uh, more of a commercial grower, I'm not even going to bother asking you what you do with your, uh, your new trim work and whatnot. So I'm sure that goes off to a processor and it's yeah, some type of yep. abstract. That's kind of I'm not even brainer there. So uh, my next question for you would be, uh, I guess where I want to take that is your thoughts on packaging and uh, you know keeping your quality out there. You know maintaining your name as it goes through the processing system. And uh, do you have faith in the processing system in the packaging? So, like, you know, that it can go through the system fast enough and still be a quality product, you know what I mean? And do you have faith in the system that it could sit on the shelf for a minute and uh, still retain, retain its integrity? You know what I mean? Can it make it through I, a couple processes of the processor? You know what I mean? Because I know it's got to be taken in, sit there for a minute, then it goes to the dispensary, and it's got to be sitting there. And if the market's flooded, then heaven forbid, it may be sitting there a little bit further. You know what I'm saying? So do you have sure. the faith and packaging? I'll, look, I'll let you take it out. You heard the question. You know, take it from there. Well, you know, once we get to the point where you know, the market's flooded, that, that, that definitely will be more of an issue right now. That is absolutely not the issue. Um, if you can pass testing right now, it's, it's few and far between the people that actually can pass testing. That shit's wild out there right now, man. I mean, there, there are really not a lot of people that can get through uh, the testing without, uh, without having to use some sort of uh, remediation or use some sort of like, like the willow machines that everybody uses nowadays. It's fucking sad. People have to just blast all their shit with ozone because they can't, they can't do it. Um, but uh, for us personally, we've got our own packaging. Uh, so this is what we've got for like our eighth jars. These are our quarter jars. Nice. So these are all like uh, like black glass, black tinted glass. So um, that's going to cut down on the amount of light getting through to the bud, um, and and you know degrading trichomes, degrading terpenes, all that kind of shit. Um, and then we're also going to have uh, Integra packs in each one of these those little guys. Um, just like little one gram uh, packs in each one of these to to hold it through that process. So even if it doesn't sell right away, then it's still going to be maintained at the right uh, humidity and that kind of deal, and not having not being so affected by uh, by light and stuff like that. So we we went through and uh, 
we did a lot with our artwork. We've got our own artist that uh, is a good friend of ours that we've worked with. This is our Zuckies. Um, this is our Swashbuckler. Fucking and, beautiful uh, artwork. Yeah, dude. And we've got uh, we've got some coming for uh, wedding cake, and, and we've got some coming for mimosa. We've got Mr. Tight's cut of mimosa going in this next round. I'm super fucking stoked about that. We've got Primal Punch uh, going in on this next round too, and so that's going to be. You're cool. med. Fa- you're lost. Listen to me. You're med. He was on yesterday, and he's a personal friend of mine too. And I know you can reach out to him as well. You gotta get that Primal F2. I'm telling you For right sure. now, from grower to grower, you have to reach out to him and ask him if you can get some of that shit. I, he said there was only like 30 left last night. Yeah, I'm growing it. I grew it. If you look down my Instagram, that shit is growing. You know, the buds like this, brother. I was showing them on the show on Michigan Bros Grow Show. You could see them over my shoulder before the light kicked off. But that shit is so banana. I mean, Chiquita banana all the way through. Not just a, you know a bud and everything, but as you're smoking it all the way through, banana, banana. Then when you get down to that that roots there, that flower, it's almost like a, a baby food banana. I mean, you want to actually burn your fingers with this thing before you you put it down. So That's I know awesome. you have the connections to reach out to him. You gotta get. You need to reach out and get that primal too. So shout out to Man Girl. You have sure, to do that. You have to do it. So I'm excited I, I that you, the Moza and the primal's already there. I but, loved uh, our F1, dude. I loved. Uh, uh, we, we've got a we've got a cut of it. Uh, I see nutrient shootouts is in chat. He's he's got the cut too. Um, the the pheno that we selected is is fucking fire, dude. Fucking fire. Um, a lot of the F ones came out uh, didn't come out as banana y. So that that's cool. That makes me really want to pursue it because uh, the all of the F ones from all of the testers that we ran through um, were uh, really orange cream leaning, um, which is awesome too. I mean, it's it's a it's a fucking unique, unique flavor. Um, so, yeah, that, that's cool, man. You got me excited now. Yeah, and also, uh, Fino, that's washbuckler too as well, right? Yeah, man. Um, we've got two Finos of swashbuckler. We've got what we call our golf ball leaner, or our golf ball Fino. And then we've got the rift leaner. Um and the golf ball Fino is 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 very cookie leaner, but she's fucking crazy, dude. Like, uh, I posted a picture of throwback um, from a couple of years ago, one of our first times running that strain, dude. And and the the lowers were as big as the tops. The lowers were were like literal just fucking rocks all the way down to the bottom, and it was amazing. Um, and and the smell on that shit is literally so crazy uh right now it's got like a you know through through flower it's got like a citrusy piney kind of smell um but when it gets to the point of being harvested it literally smells like fucking dad cologne like like fucking uh like jupe ever smelled like jupe before (laughs) it's fucking it's so weird but it's it's so good at the same time 
Yeah, it's, it's a weird smell. Uh, Gus was talking about making his own the other night. But, uh, yeah, that's awesome because uh, it, it was shrimp, right, that uh, was the breeder of that from Ocean Grown. Yes, sir. I believe I grabbed a pack of that shit uh, the last time I seen him. He was because uh, I'm always looking for the limited shit, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I remember you passing me the sample, and I was like, uh, yeah, I think I want some of that. So I snagged me up a pack of that. It's good for to sure, hear all that sure. shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a good uh, that, that was a good time, man. It sucks uh, sucks not being able to have you know events this year. That's uh, we were I was I was really excited to get into it, you know, especially because we we finally got the facility all up and running and shit, and it was like, oh man, we're gonna have you know, Kansas Cup's gonna be fun, all that shit. But is what it is. I, honestly, I probably don't think I wouldn't have been able to go to Cannabis Cup either way because my son is supposed to be born. My first kid is supposed to be born like three days before Cannabis Cup was supposed to be. So <laughs> I'm like, that's probably not happening. Yeah, you turned a little bit before I got to give you the mad props on that packaging, man, and not going with some little rinkety. Uh, you know, bag, you can just drop your butt in and shoot a little nitrogen in it. That's quality packaging right there. I mean, that's beautiful artwork. You took the time to get a dark jar. And it's an actual jar itself. I mean, that's something that uh, I know if I were to stop into a provisioning center and snag that up, I'd keep that jar. I like that. I'd, I'd actually I'd sit, I'd sit on a shelf and shit if I didn't fucking reuse that shit. Like oh, yeah, that man. Cool. So um, it's we, offering we, we, to you for uh, putting in that extra expense there. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's definitely an expense. It's a huge expense. It's not only an expense um, by means of, uh, the, of the actual packaging itself. It's an expense that we have to package it like we're gonna package all that shit here ourselves i'm not gonna send it out to some dispensary and then trust that they're going to weigh everything out exactly how you know they say they're going to like i don't want that to be something on on uh that that comes back on us so we're we're gonna be packaging everything here in house well not just that we were talking about uh you know, it's sitting around in degradation and it has still having your name on it. You sure mm-hmm. don't want somebody sitting on, a, you know, a big unit and then breaking it up, like you said, letting it degradate. You don't know how long they're going to lay it out on the table before it gets weighed up. Or if they're going to whip it, you know, whip the turkey bag into the fucking storage, you know. Yeah, and, you know, that's got your name on it, you know, piss on that. So I appreciate the fact that you're going through them extra steps to uh, maintain a good name for yourself. For you know, sure. I, I appreciate also, that. You know, like, worked with uh, the the dispensaries that we're working with. We've, we've kind of, you know, had to sort through some and be like, okay, we're not going to work with these people because um, we don't, want to just be another jar on a shelf I, I want this packaging to be on the shelf so people can see this yeah sure we're gonna have like a like a um like a, a display jar where you can you can smell and whatnot that kind of deal but then i want this to be on the shelf to be like this is what it is you know i don't want to just be some where people got uh the the buffet style whatever where 
it's just a bunch of jars which with a little label sticker on the front of oh this is you know primal punch or this is death bear og you know it's like it, it totally takes away from your brand it takes away from your name it takes away from all the hard work that you did to get that product to where it is i agree wholeheartedly and that's you know that's the tough thing to put out there that's your name that's your branding that's everything you know if you're not doing it for yourself you're really risking uh, a huge beating if you, you know you're putting that in somebody else's hands for sure so, uh, yeah um I just wanted to grab one second uh, with that beautiful strains and uh, packaging. Now's a perfect opportunity for you to tell somebody where uh, they could uh, maybe pick some of that up. Is there a provisioning center or somewhere where they can uh, grab some of that awesome loft leaf bud? Not yet. Um, there will be in June. Early June is when we're going to have our first harvest. Right now we're on day uh, 31 or 32 of flower. Um, so it's going to be, by the time it gets dried, trimmed, tested, packaged, and sent out to the dispensary, it's probably going to be right around the first week of, uh, June for Zookies. And then the Death Bear and the Swashbuckler will immediately follow that, um, probably the week after or so, the week, a week or two weeks after that. Um, but we are for sure working with Consano in uh, Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Um, the other uh, dispensary that we are thinking that we're going to work with is Red Bud Roots up in Traverse City. Um, and then we're probably thinking about going down towards uh, um, Grand Rapids. Um, maybe working with uh, Flourish down there. I haven't actually uh, initiated any talks or anything with that, so that's not concrete yet. But um, we're thinking that that's probably where we'll head because that's that's like where um, me and my business partner were like born and raised was like Grand Rapids area. So um, it'd be cool to have some product down there. Nutrient shootouts wants you to talk a little bit about, are you still running the rainbow chip? I remember I got a sample of it. That was a pretty good one. As you were trying to pick everybody's brains at that point, which one you were going to kind of weed out. So did you end up keeping the rainbow chip? Uh, I actually don't have the rainbow chip right this second. I, I had to actually source it back um, through the growers. Uh, Nutrient shootouts actually got a cut for me. I've got a couple other people that actually approach me that have a cut as well. Um, and that's, what's cool about being able to, uh, you know, go back on, on what, when I was like giving out cuts like that, when I, when I was, uh, um, kind of sharing the, the genetics, you know, because if you don't do that, then you're never going to have a way to get it back. If you don't, if you you're just trying to hoard it for yourself, you know, like, um, same thing with Death Bear. Death Bear has been a little bit different though. Um, cause I've, I've never sold that screen. That's, that's always been like a, if I knew a grower for, for quite some time and we had been shooting the shit for quite some time and stuff, that was just kind of like a, a gift type deal. Like, like you take this and, and 
and I know you're going to like it and shit. And I, I'm not going to charge you anything for it, but that's just kind of like growers respect kind of deal, you know? Um, so that thing's always been kind of cool, kind of like a close thing with me. Um, but the rainbow chip pheno that we had, uh, pheno hunted was, was just straight fucking purple, came off straight purple, bud in the end, um, was a really, really fucking awesome terpene profile. Uh, only tested around like 20% THC, um, which, you know, kind of sucks nowadays, man, because uh, that, that's another thing with the market is like, it doesn't matter if it's a, it's literally one of the best strains that you've ever had, the best smoke that you've ever had. If it doesn't test above 25%, you're not getting the same ticket for it, which to me, is kind of that's up. a shame. It's stupid. THC does not is not the end all for what you're gonna feel or anything like that. It's all those cannabinoids in in combination with all the terpenes, and I think there's even more to it that we don't even know yet. And and uh, so to just kind of kind of throw all the rest of of the plant of of this fucking amazing flower away and just say I'm gonna base everything off of that THC percentage is just stupid and, and uneducated and ignorant <laughs> to me. It is, it is. And it's sad because some of the better butt I feel is right around that 20% range. You know, for me, once you get over that uh, 30%, uh, you're losing some terpenes. And uh, for me, it just seems to cause more anxiety than anything. Yet. You know, for sure, that 30, for sure. You need, you there need was that a, profile and the whole entourage yeah. effect. The idea, more enjoyable that, buzz. the idea of that higher THC percentage came in from prohibition era. You know, I mean, like back when they were trying to stuff as much alcohol as they could possibly get into one fucking bottle, you know. And for some reason, that kind of translated over into our industry, which doesn't really even make any sense to me because. Uh, it's just not the same, you know, like it, it's, it's not as enjoyable. There's actually a cannabis cup that they have. Uh, I don't know. I forgot what it's fucking called, but um, it's a cup where they literally take and do uh, their, their uh, judging on the different strains and they wait like a full 24 to 48 hours in between each one of these they take this shit really seriously and, and do like a full panel and figure out like um, which is the most enjoyable and all that kind of shit. And it's not based off of test results or anything like that. And most of the time, the winners end up being in that 18 to 22% um, for the most enjoyable of buzz. You know, it's, it's, it's rarely above 25% because, you know, realistically, like, that's not what is the most enjoyable. I wholeheartedly agree. I've been lucky enough to be a cannabis cup judge a couple of times. And it, for me, it hasn't been that THC number. I can, you know, so I'm not that impressed with something that's fully in sugar covered anymore. You know, I give something that is, you know, right up the middle, smells really good. I mean, that's really important to me. When I when I crack that butt open, I want a nice turp profile, and that in itself 
uh, should unlock it unlocks something in your head. It's going to tell you right away, you know, what it's it's already mapped out right there where it's going to take you. It's going to be pleasurable. This is going to cause me anxiety. It's uh, it's almost right there. It's just like when you crack it open, it's it's already mapped out right there. For sure, for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, so um, it's been a great interview so far. All right. So it's, I'm kind of stuttering here and uh, thinking it's you. You've answered so many. You've jumped ahead of me so many times. Uh, in what I was going to ask you. This has been totally awesome. So I guess I'll uh, go back and ask Shredder's question. Uh, can you offer some advice or tell anybody uh, about the business licensing uh, process uh, right now in Michigan, how bad that is, and you know anything about the fees? So that's, I guess that was what he was wanting to ask. Yeah, what yeah. The fees? Um, uh, it's definitely gotten a lot more streamlined. Uh, the very first uh, board that they had that was reviewing all of the licenses was fucking god awful. They had an ex uh, cop on there that was uh, just had a fucking power trip from I don't know when, and, and uh, it, it was it was bad. It was bad news. Uh, we got in right after that board got abolished and the new board was formed, um, and they totally just streamlined this whole process. So. Uh, for us, it was um, $6,000 for our background check, and that goes over all of your history of your, it goes over like three years of your bank account statements of anything tied to your social security number. Um, and for every cash deposit over $1,000, you have to explain where that money came from um, so that's, this shit's pretty fucking in depth. Uh, and then they go on a, a crazy background check all the way back to like when you were born, um, and anything on your criminal history, if you don't disclose it, then usually you have to end up filing an appeal because you, you will, uh, not get through if, if you don't disclose something from your criminal history. I'm talking shit, even like, uh, parking tickets and shit like that. They've gotten people for parking tickets. Um, so there's that. Uh, so that's the background check. And then there's $5,000 to your municipality. It's a $5,000 max, but it's, it's, they're going to charge you $5,000. They're allowed to charge you $5,000. So why wouldn't they? Um, that's basically, you can just count that as $5,000. Um, that is a renewable fee. The $6,000 background check is not a renewable fee. Um, and then once you have all of your certificate of occupancy, once you have all of, everything is all set and, and you're all ready to go, you've, you've gotten your uh, fire safety inspection and, and all that stuff done, then at, right at the end, you pay your assessment fee. And that is to get your license. That is a renewable yearly fee as well. Um, for us, that was a $10,000 max. And then once you get up into the uh, like class B and class C range um, and processor and dispensary, all of those right now, I think are hovering around like 65,000, something like that. And that's a yearly fee. Uh, so. Yeah, that's pretty much all of the fees. 
Damn, so lost leaf sight. I've heard you say it in the beginning, and I heard you. I can understand right now, you know, you don't be a business owner, and it sounds like you are the man there. You know, you're doing it all. Do you get any free time? And if so, what the fuck do you get to do, bro? Nah, dude, I, I don't. I don't really have a whole lot of free time, that's for sure. Uh, honestly, my free time always ends up just being me, like, thinking about plants or, like, something like that. It's never, like, just, just you know, I I don't know. I I, I have to really try because of, uh, you know, my wife is, is uh, you know, like, seven months pregnant right now. So I... I, I what little time I do have for free time, I give to her. Um, and I try to do as much as I can around the house, uh, you know, by means of like fixing shit up. I've, I've fixed up a, a lot of stuff in the house, uh, redid the floors, you know, that kind of shit. Um, just to, just to try to like, you know, make her happy and, and ease her mind through this whole thing. Uh, so if I, if I were to take any of my free time and really dedicate it to myself. I think that uh, my relationship would kind of suffer from that, and that's not. I'd rather I'd rather be you know happy wife, happy life kind of deal. So, um, but I, I do dedicate a lot of a lot of time to the Instagram as well. Um, it's it's amazing how much time that really does take from the day. Uh, and that's why I've, I've, like I said, I've moved towards uh, putting these documents out so that uh, when people come to me with these questions, uh, that that's that's a, another big thing about like when all these people have come to me with these questions and stuff. Uh, it's it's gotten me to the point where I can literally like ask people a very specific set of questions and like totally diagnose whatever the fuck is wrong with their garden like literally in no time because it's been six years of people coming to me with every single problem that they've ever had in the garden you know so um that's i've kind of taken that and put it into these documents so that it gives a well-rounded answer for everybody that's going to come to me in the future so that i can spend more time on this business my family that kind of thing you know Man, I have appreciated all of you. You've dropped a ton of knowledge. On. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to sit, go back over this tonight myself, and just re-listen to this whole thing and just suck it back up. And that's no worry of a lie. Secondly, I guess I want to fucking, uh, I want, I try to get all my guests because sooner or later I'm getting up there. This is episode 16, and they're fucking steamrolling, brother. Uh, I, I want to. I try to get all my guests to, you know, spit out one time, you know, that sound bite in case I ever get that big to where I like can do like a hundred episodes and I can string them all together. Where are you at tonight and what are you doing, Lost Leaf? Can you give me that sound bite? <laughs> where am I at? What am I doing? I'm sitting in my facility. I just got done doing a foliar spray with my trusty little paint sprayer, spraying some silica foliar spray on my veg plants and no 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 yeah, no just... brother no my sound bite what are you doing right now 
And what show are you on? Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, man. I'm big. I am fucking talking shit with Eagle. Thank you, brother. Thank you. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. A good soundbite from you. <laughs> Secondly, at, while we were talking about uh, donating some time, I was going to fucking talk to you this, uh, uh, hopefully a little bit before the show, but we didn't get a chance. And uh, at some point, I'm sure you're not going to go the direction with duration with me. Because there's times when this shows, when if you look back at some of these episodes, man, some of them have went four or five hours long. And oh, you know, I encourage sure. everybody, sure. you know, you ain't got to watch all that shit or whatever, but there's a lot of good information in, in there, you know. Fast forward it, through it, you know, put it on. You ain't got to watch that shit. Just listen to it, whatever. But there's yeah. been a lot of good shit going on there. And I appreciate the time you've donated to me tonight. But last night, in last night's session, the bonus section, uh, we're all talking that Charlie's uh, farm was here. Red Setter Farm was uh, on, and uh, Smiley's Garden was on, and we were just, you know, session, just talking some bullshit. I had, had the main episode early in the day with uh, Med Grower One, so we were just kind of talking some shit, having fun, and playing on the air, and uh, right, our Smiley came up with a great idea, and I'm going to run with it, and I hope maybe, I know you're a busy man, and you just talked about and you know, donate some time, but I'm hoping maybe, just maybe, you can help me with this. Smiley's idea was to have uh, a four th- 420 marathon. I'm going to do it here on my channel, 24 hours. I'm going to start the prior night at uh, 11.30, okay? I'm going to kick it off with that show, and then I'm going to take it on, and I'm going to let some of my trusted colleagues from the Bros Grow show kind of uh, jump in and take care of the show while I get a little bit of rest. But it's, the stream's going to go 24 solid, you know what I mean? And we're going to do it uh, as a cannabis, you know, because 420 might get a bad rap, but we're kind of wanting to hope to show the community here that we can uh, we can celebrate a great day and do something positive. So what we're going to do is we're going to go 24 hours we're hoping to get like you on maybe for maybe an hour and talk to who's ever on. And then we're like three, three people jump blocks. I'm thinking we'll stagger it. So like halfway through your block, somebody else will come in and it will like regenerate the chat a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we're going to pick out where we're, we're, we're uh, going to pick out a charity. So me my, myself won't be handling any kind of money just going to pick out a charity and we're going to ask all donations to go straight to that that paypal so we know it's going right to the source and there's no bullshit whatever it happens you know what i'm saying there's no if ands but what happened with the money it goes directly there in the end they can tell us what we did but uh and i'm not asking you to commit to a time slot right now i just asking you've already said you would but uh, i appreciate that if you could jump in some point in that 24 hours maybe i don't care if it's four o'clock in the morning two o'clock in the afternoon 10 o'clock at night you know i'll pencil you in for whenever you get back with me and tell me you can jump in and uh, play with us i'm gonna try to get mad and everybody in on this just to make it as fun oh yeah dude and, uh, Show, show we fucking care for something. I'm yeah, a morning you down? person, so I'm I, I'm a morning hey, person. You, I'll fucking be a, I'll be down for a morning slot. 
Yeah, you just get back with me. I'm gonna. I'm not expecting you to nail. You know, I'm not nailing you down right now. But just within the next week, have roughly early as possible, so I can you know schedule. But just be like, yeah, man, I'm down from like eight to nine, whatever day, and then I'll you know I'll plan accordingly. So whatever so time sure. you're down for, it, just get back with me, and I'll, I'll schedule this all together. And I appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad to see you're excited about the idea too. Yeah, and dude, I that's, appreciate that's all idea. this fucking time. You said you I might mean, give me an hour. You doubled that time. And yeah, this yeah. Is, uh, yeah. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> I, lose, I always lose track of time. That's because I tell myself that it's going to be an hour, and it always ends up being two hours. I do. I actually do a, a webinar with uh, Solventless uh, Bacon Vape, Bacon Vape on um, on his uh, um, YouTube as well. He he live streams it. And we do it on Zoom. Same type of deal. That's uh, Wednesdays at noon Michigan time, um, nine nine o'clock Pacific time, and uh, that's every Wednesday. And and, and I, it's it's funny because we've we've been doing it. I think we've done we've only done like four shows now, but it's uh it's always supposed to be an hour, and it always ends up being at least two hours. <laughs> repeat everybody. Here so they know where to check that out. I mean, you, as you can see, he's already provided us with a ton of great information. So it sounds like uh, if you can check it, check him out once a week. At, yeah, man, key, you brother. can check it out. Uh, the The easiest way to figure it to find it is is we'll we'll make a post about it. I make a post about it uh, every week, right around Tuesday, um, right before we're gonna do it, either that morning or the night before. I'll make a post about it, but you can go follow Solventless BNV, BNV on uh, um, Instagram, and you can go through, go to his webpage through his Instagram, and he has it right on there on his events, the the link to the Zoom chat. So uh, you guys can check that out live. Um, we do that live, and then he actually holds that off for an entire week until he posts um until he posts last week's uh webinar and he does that so that he can uh for his patrons uh he has a patreon account and and for his patrons he uh allows them to have that early access to uh the webinar so Appreciate you throwing that out there and letting people know where they can source some more knowledge for you. Is there anybody else you want to give some shout outs to? I mean, this is your soapbox, brother. This is your time slot. You can talk about yeah, whatever you want um, to talk about. Yeah. This, this is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, I think that I'm probably going to head to bed soon, but uh, I'll definitely do some shout outs real quick. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I got a shout out. Um, all my people and fucking, we've got this uh, Insta Growers chat. So we've got uh, like, we've been having a barbecue every uh, year. Kind of sucks this year. We can't fucking do this shit because this whole coronavirus bullshit. But um, I've I've got a whole chat full of full of awesome growers that that uh, we've just no, every one of them. Do not miss through. one of them. For sure, for all. sure. Don't miss uh, one. So we've got uh, Dave's Not Here on Instagram. We've got Wolverine Grower on Instagram. We've got Double D Organic 
on Instagram. These are all on Instagram, by the way. Um, we got Smokey Six One Six. We got Limited Filter. We got Teachies Four Twenty. We got Jurassic SOP. Fuck, man, I gotta get on the list and figure out who else is on this bitch. There's so many people. I've recognized every name so far, but keep them going. Keep get on that got, list, man. Shout got, them all out. There's no this. That's what this show's about. Is you know. We got BG underscore WG four twenty. He's been the host of the fucking barbecues, dude. That dude is so cool. He's fucking hooked me up with clones. Helped me out with uh, more clones when I needed them. Um, just a really fucking cool dude. Um, we got Alaska Med Grower. Billy Davis, Dynasty Farms, GMX OG, Joda Herb, Lorax 315, my boy Magic Meds. Um, he's just getting back into it. Uh, he's been fucking traveling, but that dude has some mad good information too on, on his site, man. Um, got MK Trooper, Rooster Farms, THC Force Ghosts. Um, yeah, that's about it, man. God damn, I recognize all of them, all of them names, all of them, every one of them, I recognize those. Names. For sure, for That's sure. a fucking power group right there, man. Yeah, man. It's, that it's, is it's a fucking really wealth cool. of knowledge. We, we, we met up, you know, from doing the whole barbecue thing. It was just kind of like a, you know, we went, we went to BG's house the one time and, and we ended up doing it again. And, and it was just a super fucking cool thing. And we've, we've, we're all, uh, you know, a, a lot of us have, different mentalities and different methods and, and that kind of shit and that's why it's a it's a really cool uh group to shoot the shit with because not everybody's just doing everything the same exact way you know so um aside from that uh i i i gotta fucking give a shout out to my grower man he's 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 been a big inspiration from the get-go and and i think that uh him just the way that he's come along in in uh his growing and, and, and being able to kind of step out of the box of, of what he was used to doing before and, and really trying to push himself forward and, and, and perfect his craft and, and get better at it. I fucking love that shit, man, because, uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of, uh, old head growers, which I fucking, I fucking appreciate the hell out of the people who've been doing this for a long time, but a lot of them get stuck in their ways, man. And, and it, it makes me sad to see that uh, people don't want to progress because obviously knowledge progresses, technology progresses, everything is progressing. And if you're just sitting stagnant, then, then you're not going anywhere. And, and I think that he's a really good, uh, um, um, you know, example of that example of a person who's, who's been able to kind of step out of their comfort zone and, and figure out some new, new tech and, and shit and being able to share it along the way too. So, and, and being really transparent. I agree. I said this very same thing to his face yesterday. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, like you say, you know, reach a plateau where they think it's, you know, I've achieved it, I've achieved it, but it takes, you know, a better person to pick it up and raise that bar again 
and he's done that with his breeding you know and he mastered and honed the growing style and he mastered you know we all watch him go through him you know, every style and everything then to, you know get bored with that then to pick it rather i guess what rather than get bored with it he decided to pick it up again and uh take off with breeding again hopefully hopefully he don't get tired of the breeding and can uh, find at that point another level to take it up to you know what i'm saying find a way to scale it up and keep him hungry at that i'm excited to see what his next projects are i mean that primal punch times wedding cake i think he's doing man oh fuck i'm excited for all of his new projects dude he's got he's got some some fire lined up i know he does yeah and you know that's another thing too for being you know his freshman effort out that fucking primal punch and shit you know that's nailed it right off the bat he He's was been amazing. killing it ever since. Not many people can do that shit. You know, that's, nah. it's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Totally agree, man. So, brother, I'll let you get back to bed or get to bed, rather. Uh, you look tired. You've been fucking. I know you've been kicking ass all day, and I appreciate every second uh, that you've given me tonight and dropping all this knowledge on people in the chat and the people. There's a whole nother wave that watches this, you know, tomorrow in the morning. So, oh hell yeah, for it'll sure. get a whole nother crowd tomorrow. So I appreciate that, and I know they do because they've been saying it all night. Chat, what a great show this was, and uh, I hope maybe sometime on top, I get getting greedy here, lost sleep, getting greedy on top of you know getting you back for the charity thing. I hope sometime a little further out, we'll give you a break and uh, we can get you back, and you can tell us, uh, you know, an update on how things are going then. I'd really appreciate that. I'd love that, man. And I'd, I'd love to get to the point where uh, I can uh, maybe take some footage or, or something like that of what we got going on in here and kind of show everybody through the whole thing. That'd be dope. Yeah, I kind of uh, actually put some uh, time lapse. Uh, I fucked around a little bit. I'm starting to pick up my game a little bit. Uh, but I went through and I, I just finished the last. All my grow areas now I have cameras on them. And I'm doing uh, like time-lapse videos. And this That's last uh, LED, I did a run for a company called Active Grow LED. They sent me a nice uh, 660 prototype bar type, you know. And uh, it killed it. It killed it. But I did a whole uh, time-lapse from veg to med growers ones, donkey dicks in there. All time-lapse. And I'm getting ready to drop that on Instagram here you know, next week or so. But... Uh, Super cool shit to watch that plant go from veg. I mean, you can see them, the, the flowers develop, and they just, they, they end up getting to be these donkey dicks that end up just falling over. And unfortunately, you have to see me get in there like mid-time elapsed and straighten everything back out, you know, make everything stand <laughs> back up. And I actually had to, I actually had to put a bar, well, you know, the, the bars they put across the tent. I actually had to put it like backwards, so it was catching its way out, and to keep the plant in there to retain it, I had to clip it up there to keep it real, you know, keep everything in there. But that like oh, it is, man, and it looked really cool on time lapse. So I yeah, time lapses are dope, especially the plants, man. I mean, that's that's a good two months you got sitting there. Fucking, it's it's cool to be able to see it all at once. Yeah, it is. So uh, thanks again, brother, and. Uh, 
it's been too cool. I know everybody appreciates this, and you didn't have to do it, and I know your time's strapped, so, you know, thank you, brother. For sure, man. I appreciate everybody that's watching. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Hope that you uh, pick something up from it, and uh, thanks, Eagle, for having me on, man. No problem. We'll talk to you again soon. Peace. Peace. Lost Leaf. Wasn't that a fucking great interview? Fucking, uh, <clears throat> what can I say about him? I knew it was going to be, he was going to, didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you he was going to come drop some fucking knowledge on us? Fucking tonight, Mr. Empire Breeding Company. Thank you, man. I've been talking about your strains and you and Med all week long. Got much love for you guys. You know that shit. Much respect. Uh, thank you for joining in. But uh, if you enjoyed that, you'll much enjoy uh, tomorrow's episode as well. We've got an interesting uh, female grower coming in here tomorrow to drop us some incredible knowledge. She's a Russian native. She's been over here growing now for uh, better than 10 years. And she's got uh, some really cool tech she's going to drop in and talk about. She's also uh, a lab technician with uh, dealing mainly her interest dealing in trip profiles and the experiments into trip profiles. And she's also uh, a cannabis reporter. So I'm sure she's going to just spill, spill some knowledge on us again uh, tomorrow night as much as Lost Leaf did. I, I, for real, I'm going to have to go back through and uh, listen to this great, great episode. So on top of uh, Miss, I, I might as well say your name, uh, Sonia, say what? On Instagram, will be here tomorrow. Um, Tanaze Gardens will be here Tuesday to talk a little bit of uh, fun, super fun uh, content. I don't want to divulge that. Sonsanddaughters.org will be here Sunday, or um, excuse me, Wednesday to talk about their charity and uh, tell us uh, how they got their fight going. That That's going to be super interesting. And Thursday, Thursday, Cali. Cali fucking connections. California, uh, I want to bring up his, everybody knows him as Cali, but I want to make sure and bring up his uh, correct, because I've got cat mouth and I don't want him. It is uh, Cali Outdoor Connections is who he is. And he's the original weed nerd from many, many years ago. I'm sure you remember him. He used to log on and drop us all kinds of good information. Outdoor tips. He's going to be dropping us fucking tons and tons of outdoor tips and just positive vibes on us Thursday. We got Boom Farms that will be joining us Friday. Canna Trooper. And Dank Man Dan will be uh, popping in. And then we got a few extra bullshit going in light of that 420 uh, marathon. We're going to have 420, all proceeds going to charity. I am going to prop my eyes open for you guys and just see if I can just bring you as much content as I can to show the public and everybody else that 420 isn't just a stoner holiday that we can 
spread love and do something positive while we're having a super fun day in session. Let's show the world that we can uh, do something positive. Again, make sure to check out Empire Breeding Company. It's fucking, he has so many great strains over there. The barbecue gorilla, the lemon lava drops, the Jesus juice, the duct tape. Fucking uh, the dominatrix that I'm running right now that is fucking super fire. High and lemon turps, that's super awesome. Great strain, fucking big donkey dicks as well. He was in the tent right next to Med Grower once. Primal Punch F2s. Uh, having make sure. So I'm ready to fucking roll up a fatty and just uh, hang out and. No relax. Oh, I guess I still got a bit of a fatty here. So I'm going to relax a minute with you guys and get something to drink. As always, if there's somebody that would like to jump in and uh, say hello, hi, and talk some shit for a minute before we uh, fade out. Well, it's way past Easter now, but uh, I guess it's still continuing on this Easter edition of fucking talking shit with Eagle. Go ahead and... Uh, Raise your hand, and maybe I can toss you some digits. Nah, I think I'm going to just sit here and chill and uh, see if Chad... What, what's Chad smoking on? Let's see what we got here. We still got 51 amazing people watching this tonight. What are you talking... What are you smoking on while you've uh, watched me just finish up with that amazing, amazing... Let's see that. Nutrient shootouts. How you doing tonight? Boom files. How you doing tonight? B Rad 420. Thank you so much for popping in. Mike Jones, how you doing? Of course, Empire Breeding Company. I pre- appreciate you for all the fire you've thrown us and the knowledge you've helped everyone, including myself, acquire through the years. We owe you very much love. My daughter Alexi. Lexi I I, that's my baby girl right there. You've heard some stories about her and some cool times. You know, make sure and give her some love as well. Jimmy Crack Seeds, you're uh, a regular every night. I appreciate you 100%. BN Plasma, you're an old school weed man. Welcome. I like to see you uh, popping into chat now. That's super cool. Smiley's Garden, of course. I don't want to take any of that idea from Smiley. Smiley is the, the idea man behind the, the marathon. So he needs all the shout-outs and credits for that shit. John Ram, thank you. I hope you enjoyed the show. Aldridge, 25. Appreciate you. Who else is in here? Pushing... Pushing positivity. I seen that early on. I was like, man, what a fucking great name. Smoking Grove Frazier, I appreciate you as well. You die hard from day one. You have been here enjoying many, many episodes so far. 16 to be exact. They're starting to come along as I'm starting to get uh, Chris Martinez. Hello, how you doing? John Polowski, that's a new name. As I get this journey moving, people are... Uh, Starting to uh, raise their hand and uh, join in this journey with me. And it's been too fucking cool, man. Too cool doing this every night with you. I thought I might be able to, might get sick of it. But no, my hunger has grown day by day to be able to sit here and kind of 
almost selfishly soak up some knowledge from you awesome growers, awesome folks, not just YouTubers, but to everybody else that's been on the fucking show. It's been super cool, super duper cool. And I hope you've uh, all been enjoying it thus far. I know I have. And uh, it's going to get better. I've reached out to a bunch of super cool people. And uh, they're uh, starting to raise their hand, join in. I actually contacted uh, Father Mike yesterday. He said he was interested. I haven't nailed down a date with him. But uh, I got a feeling he's going to come on. So that'd be another cool episode as well. Not that uh, anyone is any better or worse or less important than the other. Uh, smoking a little uh, Primal Punch F1 right here with a little bit of uh, bubble hash in it. Keep it rocking. Thank you. I appreciate that. See you. I can finish up listening to this burner that we were uh, rocking out for uh, Lost Leaf jumped in. Burner. Marijuana. Good team. Very appropriate. Why well, I talk on this guy. And I wish I had that cuvee. I know I gave all my seeds back to sub for the recreation of the F2s, and I kind of got fucked on uh, getting some seeds back, but that's cool. I was smart enough to bank some cuts, so Kyle Wiener is sitting on my uh, cuvee cut, and he's working with it out there in Cali, making us all some good creations with it, so I know it's safe. It's not going anywhere. That's what you do. You find that good keeper cut, and then that's the secret. You don't give it to somebody that's going to profit off it. You, you give it you know, that cut to somebody that enjoy, really enjoys that strain for what it is, and then pass it to them because then uh, it's more likely to be there when you need it. They was dangerous, fuck. Super delicious. Yeah, you can get it in 50 packs, but that wasn't the deal. I was supposed to get the first round of disasters and kind of whatever. Ain't going on there. Fumador has some nice picks. Fumador, of course Fumador has nice picks. That's what he does. He's a fucking picture badass. That's, I mean, I love his uh, photography and his, uh, you know, props off to Hats off to him. He took the tester level to a fucking new level. He did with his photography. That's some straight up shit right there. I'm a huge fan of all his pics, man. He just gets right in there. Beautiful trichome shots. You know, I'm a fan of the black background and the spinning bud. Fucking. He's got. He's definitely got some cool shit going on over there. Hats off to the door. I've reached out to him as well. He said he'd uh, come on and uh, chuck it up with me. I'm hoping that uh, he'll schedule that sometime soon. Please, Fumador, if you're watching this, let's make that day happen. Pencil that shit in. Keep this content going for these great folks. That's the way I see it. 
I am going to run as many people by you as I can. That is my promise to you guys with the Talking With Shit With Eagle episodes. I'm just reaching out to as many great people as I can and uh, hoping to bring them on, let them introduce themselves, offer whatever tips, great tips they have up to you guys and you guys wade through them. And, you know. Find them gems yourself. That's what I say. Find them yourself. And, uh, yeah. Man, I am stoked. I can't believe 44 people were watching. Not even like a week ago, I was stoked to be doing this for four, and I was still be stoked to be doing this for those four people but to see they're four for 44 i just want to i don't even know what to say to that guys i appreciate it so much i just want to throw that shit out there oh, fucking do these good i've been smoking that last run i fucking hash i did it was fucking so uh so nice i've been able to just fucking sprinkle that shit on everything ever since uh <laughs> ever since wash day so yeah it's good times i love it it's i watched red center farms the other night pull out his uh his hash box on one of the sessions and I, I couldn't believe it i just i don't have that self-control to just put a nice thing a hash back i've got to just indulge on it i call it uh, hash comas every time I wash. I go into a little fucking <laughs> hash coma there for about a month as I'm throwing that shit just in, in and on everything. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, what is up? The School of the Crop. That's a new name and I'm uh, super glad to see you join me tonight. The better of the show has wound down. Lost Leaf has uh, checked out and uh, from a super hard day of work, I am sure. Much <laughs> deserved rust. Me, myself, I'm a little bit of uh, a night owl. So do you like that Primal Punch F2? That's a fucking silly question. I love the F2. I told Med that to himself. And it, it's sad because you know, I've run all of his gear. And I, the F1 is the, the staple and obviously a great stream, but man, F2, in my opinion, it's fucking, it's amazing. It's fucking, that's not even bullshit. It's amazing. It's fucking, it rocks that banana turps. It's huge yielder, big, huge, dense buds. You know, that, uh, and it smokes just like the turps, just like the bag turps are. It smokes just like that, all the way through. It's uh, like a toad lost leaf, man. It tastes like a, uh, Fucking uh, like a banana, fucking baby food, jar food, baby food, banana. Just smashed off. What can you say about that F2? I hope more becomes available sometime. Edibles, fucking love them. Wish I had some right now. <laughs> I love the edibles. I, I love my flower, but I love me some edibles, man. It is such a good, relaxing uh, body buzz. 
it, as long as you know you've had them and you know how to uh, delegate them you know, a little bit here, a little bit there as the day goes on, they might hit you and make you sleepy if you slam that thing all at once. But if you're going to take some and work your way through it, man, it's a great all-day body buzz. And uh, the other thing I like about the edibles is uh, I get that, that laughiness that I rarely get from flour. You know, some good flowers, you know, it's good time, man. I, I haven't had some, I had some stuff <clears throat> back when I was, shit, 10th grade, I want to say. We were paying about fucking 50 bucks a quarter for that shit. And that shit was just best shit to this day. I, I still smoke, man. You could smoke one joint of that, fucking between six people, and you just, your face would hurt from laughing. Your gut would hurt. Best good time fucking weed I ever did smoke, man. I wish I could get a hold of that cat just to find out what the strain was so I could fucking try to backtrack some of that shit. Man. Just amazing. Piney, piney skunk. That old shit that you can't find no more. <laughs> that old piney skunk you just don't get no more. Kevin Jordry uh, kind of said that shit. I believe it to be true. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I believe a lot of strains like that got washed out just because uh, they were ahead of the indoor growing curve. You know, uh, they were just too loud. They were just too loud to try to take indoors. And there wasn't the charcoal filters and uh, being able to maintain the smells just wasn't there yet. It was fucking getting people busted. So people uh, ultimately kind of started shelving it because they couldn't handle it. They couldn't control it. It was too big of a security risk. So they just moved on to you know, more sugary, less terpy buds that uh, they didn't have to worry about so much as security risk. And I believe that to be true. I hope, I hope in time we're still tracing them down and people like myself and Empire Breeding Company and Mr. Ty or uh, Med Grower One, uh, all them breeders, you know, are making huge efforts into uh, bringing that shit back. So hopefully we can uh, rediscover that piney skunk that we all remember from when we were younger. That fire, fire shit. That there's good fire going now, but maybe it's just more nostalgic for me, I guess. Galactic Jack's fucking good smoke. Man, I hope fucking this shit gets by us all soon and we can hopefully get back to uh, having events and trusting each other enough to fucking eat some cookies and shit. We are kind enough to pass to each other. Yeah, that strawberry cough times gelato times puma does fucking sound good. Sounds super good. <laughs> Man, I gotta get something else besides this coffee. Oh, I know what I bought. If you guys don't mind me chomping on a chip for a second, the ultimate cure for cotton. Right there. Extreme crunchy flavor. Hot. Flaming hot. Fuck. Try to go. 
raised it up from the smoke and been like, yeah, he's the flame pattern. Good that waterworks just fucking pouring in. Just realized you guys couldn't even hear the music. Yeah. That's how you get rid of cotton mouth right there. Woo! Yeah. My mouth's just fucking dripping right now. Cotton mouth gone. I have some Galactic Jack C's, but I've, uh, I don't have no cuffs growing. I love this merch song. Fuck yeah. I just thought I better turn that down a little bit. I don't want to lose this fucking great info with uh, Lost Leaf. Don't want him to flag my shit and pull that good shit down. Gotta be careful. I can't believe there's still 35 awesome people watching this. I'm uh, super glad that uh, I'm seeing so many weed nerds gather to this. That's uh, that's fucking amazing myself, man. That's That was a community there that uh, I was afraid that was going to be lost. You know, like most good families, and I believe a lot of us, kind of feel like we're family. We got to know each other. I did grow Uva. It was fucking grew through fucking big old donkey dicks. Fucking it was good strain. Earthy grapes. Kind of favorite a corko kind of flavor to it. It was good. But uh it's nice to see like you know when a family and we did become a family. I mean we your community went on for at least you know 15, 16 years. And uh, we got to know each other in chats, you know, see each other every fucking night. I know uh, I always look forward to uh, seeing a lot of your guys' name pop up in chat. It kind of made my night to, uh, like, Naughty Nikki says, fucking weed nerd for life, pal. And that shit was fucking awesome, you know, when we chowed each other out. It, we, we all know that was a great fucking time for us all, even though, you know, even through the controversial times when he was taking a beating for us all, you know what I mean? We still showed up, showed our love for him. Moreover, we uh, we showed up for each other, I think, as well. You know what I mean? We all wanted to, we showed up for him, but we showed up to, you know, say hi to each other. It's fucking awesome that uh, a lot of those names and people from that community have found their way you know, back this way and uh, are able to reconnect because like most family, you know, we did splinter there for a bit when uh, he passed, which happens to a lot of families when that hub passes on. But uh, it's cool to see that uh, some of us have like kind of refound each other. Awesome. Awesome. Hats off to each and every one of you for coming back around. 
Sauce, he was a good guy. He, you know, he fucking uh, dealt the sauce seeds, you know. God, he dealt me fucked on beer. Bad props. And I think, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, the show unexpectedly or unintentionally uh, probably models after you. You know, and I believe a lot of people show us too. So that's good. Uh, being pious, uh, uh, we never, nobody should take these taking sides in any of this cannabis bullshit. <coughs> you know, uh, any of these uh, breeder feuds. You know, things you see splinter. Uh, other seed companies. I'm not pointing anybody out. There's been quite a few over the last few years that, that you know, good teams have parted. And uh, in the end, what I'm trying to say here is that has none of that shit has anything to do with uh, any of us. You know what I mean? Them people have their own problems and they deal with each other. But we should still respect each other or respect all of them for what they've done in this community. The strains they brought forth, the things they're still trying to bring forth. Uh, I honestly don't give two shits on who gives gets along with who. Uh, I don't. I don't. And I hope to, uh, like I said a few nights ago, I hope to be able to transcend through all that bullshit and be able to uh, pull anybody in a ton of great names from anybody's camp in here without uh, hopefully pulling some frowns on myself because uh, I was able to score a great uh, interview or whatever. And, but, <clears throat> like I said, none of that shit relates to us personally, so we shouldn't take it personally. Just move on. You know? Mire their work and uh, not their uh, not the downsides. That's my advice on that shit. It's the way I love it. You got time for that shit. More good ass music, music marketplaces. I wish I could turn this shit up. I don't know why they just, when I'm streaming on YouTube, they don't understand that I'm playing music on YouTube. They should be able to see that shit. Yeah. I'm watching a fucking stopped moment of fucking. Uh, chat earlier because I have to in order to uh, keep things going I have to pause on my YouTube window and just let uh, chat roll and I'm looking at it and it looks like the fucking snapshot on the pause looks like I'm about ready to fucking rip a big old fart <laughs> man I think and that's a funny thing right there too I think YouTube's got a fucking funny funny sense of humor on the snapshots so they uh, they choose to throw up on some of these videos of people Dave was an alias. Dave was his work alias. Dave was the alias he used to check up on you. His real name was Monty, by the way. You didn't know that. His real name, Subcool's real name was Monty Ball. It wasn't Dave. It was, that was the name he went by when he fucking, he'd send you an email for the newbies. He'd send you a new, an email and fucking by that name to see if uh, you were doing 
if you'd answer the email and if you were uh, on your game with the questions he was proposing with you, he had many aliases. He would fucking uh, he would fucking toy with you like that. <clears throat> I know when I started off with uh, uh, as a rep, uh, he would do that. He would email me fucking, hey, where can I find your gear? And fucking, can you tell me about these strains? And then I would notice that in the email chain, you know, where it went, that it always led back to him and just very few people. And I recognized all the names too. And, uh, but I never, I never let it, I never let up. I let him play the game. I let him play the game. I always smiled and returned the emails. Lickety split and with all the information that I could. Good night, Aldridge25. Thank you for uh, tuning in. I don't blame you. Show's winding down, and uh, I'm definitely just sitting here smoking some joints, talking some shit right now. I appreciate you tuning in, man. You made a fucking uh, duration tonight. I think you took it in from uh, beginning to end, which at this point is uh, two hours and 39 minutes and 32 seconds. You... Most of you guys have been here. You awesome, awesome people have been here. And I appreciate that shit. This joint's about gone, and when it is, I believe I am too. Alex, hey, what's up? From the Netherlands. I know you're smoking on some good stuff over there. Thank you for uh, popping in tonight. If you're just uh, joining us, you should, uh, after this gets done, go back and uh, rewatch this because uh, Lost Leaf dropped some fucking amazing news uh, amazing knowledge down us off so uh check that shit out for sure please as well as that great interview last night with med grower can't forget that and the grower female russian grower tomorrow sonia say what we'll be here tomorrow i just i think that name's fucking pretty cool i actually like the name it's fun to say Never met her, and uh, that was a guest that uh, Red Center Farms uh, asked me if I would get her on, and it, fuck, it was a no-brainer, really. I was like, fuck yeah, let's, let's do this. So that's going to be super cool for tomorrow. Listen to a uh, little Machine Gun Kelly here. Again, I wasn't, oh, I just killed it. Here it is. Wasn't really a big fan of his until I had uh, heard this tune. It's pretty good tune. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Pretty good tune. He's got another one from this uh, set was pretty good. Oh, boom. Thank you for hitting that thumbs up button. I appreciate that shit. You know, I said this shit for the first time in my life the other day, and I didn't think I'd ever say that shit by myself. I, I've watched YouTubers say it a million times. Please hit that subscribe button, the thumbs up, and please comment. I never thought I'd say that shit, but I said it the other night. It feels so uh, foreign and wrong, but uh, I do. I would appreciate that thumbs up. Thank you, boy. fucking funny. Some kid in the crowd says that while he raps. Or when that boss comes up, he yells out, bitch! 
fucking so he calls him out right here to grab it. Pretty fucking good dude. Good live dude. Not too many fucking people can put out a good live live dude. Oh, say I just got this fucking joint just burning off slow. So resin up at this point, you don't even want to fucking smoke because it was fucking a six inch joint. What is Jimmy Crack Seed saying? Man, I appreciate you, brother. You've been fucking watching a lot of episodes. Eagle, you were saying uh, Clutch fan. I'm a huge Clutch fan. I seen him back in 97 with Pantera. That would have been a fucking amazing show. That's one of the few uh, great artists I have yet to see. And I believe they, well, they were going to come to Michigan. This would make throw a wrench in there. That'd be a fucking amazing concert. I love, did you, did you hear the story when I was talking about Clutch, when, uh, about the Willie Nelson song, when I fucking... When I was working around the garden and heard it the first few initial times, I thought they said fucking Willie Nelson was smoking ketamine. I'm like, man, hey, that shit ain't right, man. Willie's gonna be getting pissed. That's why. Then I listened to it. I listened to it with my fucking headphones in, and it says Willie Nelson only smokes killer weed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no wonder Willie's not mad. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. I mean, we're all guilty of that fucking screaming out. Singing some song lyrics that uh, are nowhere near on bass there. And I got this end all pinched off on this fatty. It's all creased up. I want to burn. I'm going to finish it off. We still got 32 cool people watching. As soon as it's gone, I'm gone. Seen Pantera like 12 times. Oh man, I've seen Pantera some good times. Fucking great times, man. One time I couldn't even walk for three days after that shit, after spending the whole show, which was Pantera, Megadeth, and White Zombie in the fucking mosh pit. Spent three days on the couch after that shit. Fucking Motorhead. I never fucking got to see them, but I fucking sure do love it. Ace on Spades. Smoking Grow, you here in Michigan? North, South, Central? Where are you at? You got to disbulge the city. Maybe just county. Excuse me. I ain't no fucking ass weed cough. Dang over. Alright, guys. I think I'm gonna fucking uh, hit this. Thank you all. Fucking, oh, he was at that show. That was a fucking great show. They ripped up the lawn and threw it right in the fucking pavilion. Uh, 
Thank you all for fucking tuning in, uh, especially for listening to me jabber after the fucking uh, the great show with Lost. Tomorrow will be a good show. Uh, like to thank, of course, the sponsors, Active Grow LED for that uh, Low Pro Mag 660 that I'm running and killing it with at the moment. That run was also fed with uh, Blue Planet Nutrients. Go check them out. I don't have no code or nothing for them. Uh, great people at Generic Fertilizer Company. You can find them on Instagram. They can hook you up on some deals or match the current liquid fertilizer program you are running. Give it to you in a dry form. Save you some money. Save you at least 30, 30% and that will take you a shitload further. Make sure and check them out or as well as their custom blend. Great guy over there. Make sure and check him out. And of course, uh, great people at Myers now. I have much love for them people. I do use that thing. That's no bullshit. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't tell you guys to use something or try something. And don't, don't. I'm not even trying to, trying to sell you anything here. Um, yeah, this, these are just people that uh, are super cool with me and help me do what I do and are nice enough to shoot me some products, test out, and run. But uh, I've been running the Herb Myers now for better than a year, and I'm still running it. Uh, I dig it. And if you do, if you are happy to be interested in that uh, product, you could do me a favor and uh, go to myherbsnow.com forward slash promo. Eagle Gardens 1, and uh, that'll get you free shipping and uh, a go-boss book. So, again, I'm not asking you, it's not a plea to buy anything, but if you're interested, there you go. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate everybody. Uh, again, this time tomorrow night, 11.30, we'll be back with another amazing grower. Some more good-ass tips for you. And uh, some more talking shit. So you guys know the deal. Do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do change lives. It will not only change their life, but ultimately it will change yours as well. So don't be afraid to uh, to take that chance to make somebody's life a little bit easier. Uh, we all need it at some point. Thank you, and uh, please tune in tomorrow. Appreciate you all.